Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I think there's a legitimate reason no, that someone not, might want to no, get in shape to that level. In shape is different from looking like a 25-year-old with your shirt off. Well, what do you think Geraldo looks like that for? Just for health? Well, no, right. he's trying to get women to play with his mustache. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> There we go. Happy we Wednesday. Go. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Our favorite show of the uh, favorite show of the week. Yeah, Every I, week. How you doing, Bone? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm great. Triple H is in for uh, Ted today because it's Wednesday. It's Ted's day to stay home and sand the banister. Let me. <laughs> that's, all he's, that's all he's doing. Let me tell you how I find out because we have a schedule that I could look at and reference to see is Ted going to be working tomorrow or not? But I don't have to do that. Because as we were walking... It's Wednesday. Well, it's one, it's Wednesday. I could just know he's not going to be here. But also, yesterday as we were walking out, I heard you say to Ted, hey, you know, Popeye's new sandwich. Uh, It's a blackened chicken sandwich. So, you know, you might want to give that one a try. And Ted's like, oh, yeah, man, a blackened chicken sandwich. It's not delicious. I'm going to do it. And I thought... Mike wouldn't be talking to Ted about going out to lunch tomorrow unless Ted's not working. That's right. Ted does not go out to lunch unless it's an off day. It's a big outing for Ted. Yes. Ted lives in the 40s where you put on your best clothes right. and go out to eat. I mean, me, like today at 11.55, I decided, I think I'm going to go grab lunch. And so then I decided, in the, I went rando today out of nowhere this was a complete wild card. Wouldn't even have made the betting sheets. I went uh, Subway out of nowhere. Subway? Yeah, out of nowhere. That's I haven't done that in a long that's time. That's out of the ordinary for you. I haven't done it in a long time, but I felt like I wanted a lot of veggies and a lot of bread. How was it? It was fine. Right. It was, you know what it was? I actually, because I was using their app, and this is no fault of the Subway people. This is just me. My I had signed out of all these apps, and then I needed to sign back in, and I couldn't remember my login to get my points, so I was a little mad about that. By the time I got all done, I found myself going, you better be glad, Subway, that I really wanted this sandwich today. It wasn't their fault. It was my stupidity. But No, you could actually just go in and order. Oh, no. No, I don't. Do, we don't do that anymore. Okay. Unless it's places that I go often. Like, I, I like uh, not to just drop all the restaurants that I go to, but hashtag must be nice. Starbucks, I, oh, I have, you, I have stopped. I don't ever order from the menu at Starbucks. I only do the app. Because I get there at the menu board and I'm like, oh, do I fro? Oh, do I want oat milk? I forget if it's oat milk or no. Oat milk is the one. No, that's the good one. I can drink the oat milk. So then I get all hung up on what I want. How many pumps of this? How many drops of that? I end up instead of like getting the apple crisp 
oat milk latte, I end up getting seven drops of acid and just leave. And that's all I get. You are the second person today in my orbit to reference oat milk. Yeah. I was getting my hair cut this morning. Mm-hmm. Justin, my guy, over at Holy Moses. Why don't we keep dropping, dropping more places it, you know that don't pay us a dime? So he's Triple cutting H, my you, hair did today. Did you go anywhere today? You want to knock? You want to knock off like Walmart or Meyer or any He'll place? He'll say his bookie's it? house is where he went. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Today. Triple H is betting on live golf futures. That's right. But as he's cutting my hair, he gets his coffee drink delivered to him because mm. he's the owner. He doesn't get his own coffee. No, drink. no, no. You get that delivered. And it too. I forget what it was called. Some fancy name with oat milk. Yeah, the oat milk. No, no don't get any calories. Very few calories in the oat. I milk. don't understand any of the oat milk stuff. I mean, I don't drink it straight. Like what? What is it? It's uh, you're just creaming up w- oats. You're creaming you're them up. Putting That's in right. a blender, right? No, uh, you're not Excru- even doing that. Extruding? Extruding? I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's just a lot of soaking going on. Soaking of the in oats. In water. And then you strain out the oat and are left with its remnant in the water, which we then call oat milk. Okay. That's really all it is. Here's what I know. It fools my brain into thinking I'm getting some kind of milk product in my coffee. And that's what I, that's the only thing I'm I sure use it for. I'm sure you'll give me a nutritional answer. What's wrong with regular milk? Well, it's just it's saving on the calories. Oh. That's really all it so is. So oat milk doesn't have as many calories? No. Like, if you get I it see. with, like, full-blown milk, you, I mean, you might as well just go ahead and eat a cinnamon roll. Because it's water. Right. I know it is. I know this. It's. I just said it tricks my brain into so yes here i am soy boy getting his oat milk latte but i do because it it cuts down on the calories i feel better about it what does liver king think about oat milk is he pro oat milk i'm gonna guess he's anti that because it doesn't have steroids in it oh i see if it had steroids in it he'd be all for it all right here's what we got today all the news and notes you need as we go on campus name dropping with jeff rimmer at 534 it is wild card wednesday Which means this show is even more ridiculous than it normally is. You can tweet us at manandbone971. Dumb questions and topics and anything goes on Wild Card Wednesday. I uh, I have some wild cards if oh, you want please, to start off. Let's go. Uh, well, James started us off by saying, can we do a pledge drive for new equipment for Leanna? I'll run the phone bank and we can get local celebrities to help. Well, here's the down low on that. Here's the inside baseball. Yeah. So... When did all this bad audio stuff start? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago with Leanna? I believe so. My timeline's thrown off because she went on a seven-month vacation. So whenever she came, it was before she left for that, but only like a week or two before. But her bad audio is every other day, if you notice. Yes. And that's because Leanna, for the first time in, when did the pandemic start? I don't even remember anymore. 2020. March of 2020. Fairly well established. She went home to her small little cat dungeon to work. Yes. And do her remote work. She just went back into the office like three weeks ago. And so the days where she sounds like crap, she's in a professional studio in the office. Yes. The day where she sounds fine, she's at home. With all places. Yeah, right. That's how far the audio equipment has progressed. And that's how dumb this. That's how dumb Leanna's workplace is. Well, you know what, though? I got to say, that's how dumb radio stations are. Because, I mean,. Well, there's I radio know. stations and then there's traffic services. Well, but my point is, I know how all this works. At the end of the day, there are like 9,000 people who have tinkered with something at wherever she works, whatever studio she's in, 
There have been 9,000 engineers over the years of that building's existence who have plugged something into a place and then unplugged it somewhere else, and then they replugged it in, and they forgot where they plugged it in the first time. Then they had to make a new machine to plug in the thing. And all the crap that they've put in between like the studio and where she is, somewhere in there it's messed up. And now no one knows how to fix it because the guy who screwed it up, he got fired 20 years ago, and no one's ever gone and back he's, in. And he's working here now. Right. But the point is, no one ever goes in and fixes the old guy's crap or changes it. They're just like, oh, until that breaks, we're just going to let it sit there. So that's probably what's happening. Anyway, no one needed to know that, but now you do. Uh, what else? I probably have more things here. Uh, Dustin says, what are your thoughts on the reverse retro CBJ jerseys? I think they're boring. Well, he says, I think they're better than the Canon third jerseys and may like them better than the normal sweaters. No, I don't. I don't think they're better than the normal sweaters, but I like them better than the third jersey. I'll I, I don't that. like the third jersey at all, just because the, sh- the blue is a different shade of blue. I don't like that. But if you're going to do reverse retro, let's be creative. Let's not just have the same logo. You know, yeah, these other teams right. are doing interesting stuff. Or I understand there's not a 50-year history where you could just bring back some rando logo that you had a million years ago. But you could you could have made something else. You could have put, uh, I don't know, Doug McClain's face. Right, I know what you, I know what you get retro. You could, have, you could have had a retconned reverse retro, right? Where like they do this in comic books where it's like Superman died and they're like, actually he didn't. We got to redo that because we need more Superman comic books. And they just undo the thing that they did. Or sometimes they create a whole new backstory out of nowhere for a comic book character. Why can't we say something like, yes, in 1813... The Blue Jackets began playing ice hockey on the Olin Tangi. Like, just come up with some ridiculous thing. <laughs> some backstory. Yeah, that's not real. And like, Gordy Jeb- Howe's grandfather, Jebediah Blue Jacket, saw this land and said it was perfect for Reginald hockey. Reginald Van Howe. Isn't that better skated than... Skated on the Olin Tangi. Like, just have fun with the fact that we have no history. And say like, oh yeah, we were going to do it all those many years ago. And and you should have seen what this team looked like before the NHL. And then we had to wait for Espen Knutson to get here before we could be good again. Knut! <laughs> I'm just saying, you could have you could just come up with some stupid backstory. Put a, put a little thing of Connor Bedard's face right on your sweater. Right. This sure. is what we're playing for. Yes, many years ago they foretold that one would come to save Columbus hockey. His name is Connor Bedard. Everything can just be a fake story. Let's just have fun. Why? Who cares? This is all made up anyway. The bl- Like, there's no such thing as a blue jacket. What are we even talking about? Remember, they wanted us to all not think that it was a, like, wasp. And then what did they make the, what did they make the logo and the mascot? A wasp. And they're like, but it's not a, it's not a yellow jacket. It's a blue jacket, but it's not related to the insect. But it, here's an insect mascot for you. Confusing. Well, they did test market Civil War ghost. <laughs> Right. It didn't work out for him. Jebediah Blue Jacket. Ah, yes. I'm scared of this guy. Do you want a picture with General Grant? <laughs> Pass the scotch. Let me tell you what. Stonewall Jackson had it coming. Jeez, that took a dark they turn. Have, during the intermission, they have reenactments on the ice. <laughs> Confederate battles. Right. We don't want to uh, embrace our Civil War history. Now here's a cannon. In the middle of the arena. Okay. You're sending mixed messages is all I There's was saying. a small child playing the drums and flute as we head into <laughs> battle. <laughs> and now Abe Lincoln reads the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, that's right. That's good. 
I say like let's just make let's say Blue Jackets through history. Like go pre when the Blue Jackets technically were around. Come up with what we would have looked like in every era. Maybe have like for the 1900s giant bike wheel night where you come in and everybody has to ride a bicycle that's got a 10 foot wheel. You know, like just have fun with it. Pretend like you were around during that time. Honor the Wright brothers and be like, the Wright brothers' favorite team was the Columbus Blue Jackets. Everyone knows this. You don't have to know that. It's not real. But make it up. Make our history up as we go. We don't have any good history, so let's just embrace the fake history that we could just make up for ourselves. How about no plumbing night? I like that. No indoor plumbing night. We got to. Gene Smith says we've already got that one covered at Ohio State. Sorry. Is this a December game? There will be no. Well, the Oakland A's been doing that for years, which is find a place to crap. Right. And just crap. Just go in the corner. Do it. That's what our forefathers would have done. Why do you hate America? We're not accepting cash. Lewis (laughs) and Clark didn't have a bathroom. Neither do you. How do you think we got to the West Coast? Right? Which one got syphilis and went crazy? Lewis or Clark? Uh, I thought it was both of them. No, one of them did, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's good. Anyway, I don't remember. Wild card Wednesday. <laughs> we'll talk about the jackets. We'll talk about somebody cashing a $360 million check. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on the south outer belt at 270 westbound before I-71. This is blocking the right side, causing some heavy slowdowns. Please be careful over here. In the meantime, plan about a 15-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means you'll get your oil change faster than it takes to get through the outer belt during a rainstorm at rush hour. So go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take 5 to stay in your car. 10-minute oil change. On the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The big 10-TV toy drive is here, and it supports the Salvation Army's Christmas cheer program. Not every family can provide gifts for their little ones, but we can do something about it. Stop by the fan in 10-TV studios tomorrow between 7 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. and greet 10TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. They kicked us out of our parking lot today. Yeah, that's all right, set up for this. That's all right, though. It all goes for a good cause. Stupid, needy families. How dare... I got to walk an extra 20 feet. How dare people... Get some holiday cheer this year, right, That's Mike? Right. Yeah, you should have to. You should get your I'm dropping off my spot. toys. You are? Yes. Good for you. Hey, man, there's a lot of sexually frustrated people out there. They could use some of these toys. No, those are not the toys they want you to drop off. They're different. These are these are these are for kids. So just <laughs> tricks are for kids, Mike. Is what I'm trying well, to tell about, you. We're always talking about needy kids. What about needy adults? There's plenty of adults out there. Single parents. That you know, don't have time to get to a bar and chat well, somebody up and get some. Maybe, maybe what you're proposing is a different event. I think we need to do that event. All right, for for needy adults who need their toys. Yeah. There's a different 
toy drop off at poor, a different location. I, we need a clever name. A different place. Poor horny people is probably not the best. But that's what I'm. That's my well, target who says, demographic. Who even says poor, poor you and said, horny? You said lack of time. You know, so you don't well, have a lot I mean, of time to go. You know, what I mean, these I don't want to be these, giving away toys to people who can afford them. What do you? Okay, but time is money, Mike. Sometimes you can't afford the time to get over there and go shopping at the adult toy store. Is what I'm saying. You can afford. You can have the time to come over here, wait in line for your gently used adult toy that I'm going to give. Let you. me tell you something. It's got to be brand new in the package. No gently. I put, no, I put mine. No top, gently using anything. Top rack of the dishwasher sanitizes that thing. It's good. I'm not. I got the jet dry. I'm not. Sh- well, listen. Gets no one, it nice and crispy, crispy. I would not recommend showing up for the adult toy drive for anything less than new in the package. How desperate are you? Well, I apparently not desperate enough to go to that. I'm That's just saying, I'm saying. When the kids in Africa line up for the free T-shirts, do they care that that team didn't win the Super Bowl? No. They just want the t-shirt. I just want to point out there's a difference between t-shirts and what you're describing. You're by, right. One is a way, necessity. The other one, you could just walk around skins. Who cares? Um, by the way, I would like to point out when we had our event over the summer, which was a lot of fun, we did our t-shirt that we you know, unveiled and people bought it and come, they came out and hung with us and it uh-huh. was a lot of fun. We're working on one for next year too. We are. Um, we had a couple that showed up that brought a adult well right that's what they brought and it was it was fresh from the package they wanted us to autograph it yes but we both autographed it and i took a picture with it Mm -hmm. did you take a picture with it i don't remember i took a picture i mean they they took a picture of them using it and they sent that to me oh i I didn't get that that picture i got the before i did not get the after after. i I got the during (laughs) the during (laughs) no one ever pictures the during it's always well, before you gotta and get after. New friends, man. Right, you got to get the during. That's the best picture. Is the during <laughs> <That> part? <laughs> it's like when you're going down the big drop at Disney World, and they got sure. those cameras that just That's take your the picture. During. That's yes. the picture you want. Yeah, you don't want it after everybody's just sopping wet. You need one of those like you need the cameras one that the, hunters have right in the down woods, the hill, right in your bedroom. Like you know, with, with this motion, there's a deer coming. It takes a picture when it knows you got your old face on. Snap. What you're saying is, and I'm only referring to a log flume ride here. Flume! When you are on your way to arriving to that pinnacle moment, you don't need a picture there. As you're going down, that's when you want the picture. As you're going down. Splash Mountain. But once it's over and everybody's just sopping wet, you don't need the picture. Did you hear they're closing Splash Mountain down? Officially? Yeah, they're redoing it. They're changing it all around. They're going to take all the racist frogs out of there. I, you know what? I have not been in a while. Is that a thing they added? Are they always had no, racist frogs? No, it's been there. It's always been from Song of the South. Oh, is that's the, right. Is that's the right. That's right. I forgot. And they're like, well, you know, this is plantation-y, so they're going to have something else. Good. But they, eventually they're going to reopen it, and you it's can It's going to be erotic-themed this time. Oh, good. Well, Disney World's trending in a new direction. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why can't we have adult Disney World? I don't know why we can't. Have one ride at least. You post a little oh, warning there will be before a ride. you go on the ride. That will be one ride. It's like, what is Is that nude DeSantis? Yes, it's animated <laughs> why nude Ron DeSantis. Why does he well, have to... Disney hates DeSantis now, right? Oh, and, and vice versa. Why would they put him in the park then? To humiliate him. Oh, I see. Because he's going to have things being done to him in here's, the ride. Here's what I'm saying, Okay. Just gonna throw this out Instead there. Instead of the honey jar, Winnie the Pooh is gonna start clawing at Ron DeSantis. I see. 
I'm just saying you have all these theme parks for Disney World and all those things, and they always talk about fantasies and things that you've thought about, but they have a very specific type of fantasy they're catering to at Disney. Mm -hmm. I'm saying when I was like a 10 or 12-year-old, I had fantasies about certain Disney characters. Those are not fulfilled at these theme parks. Okay, I think we're something. Why not have an adult theme park where you. you can now as an adult who never had those fantasies fulfilled, you could say, all right. Hello, Snow White. How are you? Mm-hmm. And then the, if the dwarves are there, the dwarves are there. The seven dwarves. Let them go. Here's Whatever. A tweet here from our guy, Sergey F. Okay. Says, what about underage land? No, 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 nope. This is all for adults to have their own Disney vacation. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Back to you. Okay. All right. Here's one from Jay Kitna. No, no, no. Delete that one. Nope. That's again. He's not welcome to Florida land. Well, he is. He's he was in Florida land. I don't know if he's welcome or not in Florida. Land. I don't know. He's not welcome to adult Disneyland. That's no. what I'm saying. Uh, Jackets lose to the Penguins last night. They're back at it with the Sabres tonight at Nationwide. It is a national TNT game because when I think must see national TV, I think the Jackets and Sabras. Mm. Uh, Coverage is at 7 because the game starts at 7.30. So watch it on TNT or listen to it right here on The Fan. Uh, Go ahead. I just wanted to throw one thing out there. If I'm not mistaken, and I always like to bring this up when they come to town, the Sabres head coach is Don Granato. Pride of Columbus Chill. He played two years for the Chill. You're exactly right. I want to say his sister... Was it Cammy Granado? Was like yeah. a really good hockey player Cammie too. Cammy or Tammy? Tammy Granado, something like that. It's one of those two. She was. I think she played on the Cammy. Cammy Granado. She played on the Olympic team, right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I'm not making this up. She's in the whoa. She is in the hockey. Oh, oh, Jack and Jill. That's that's the Disney theme park. Calm down. Cammy Granado was one of the first women to be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in November of 2010. Let her live. She is an she's an assistant general manager for the Canucks. Canucks, yeah, good for her. Good for the Granados. Good for the Granados. Yeah, making that pizza. Now you've got the hockey. Different entirely. That's Donatos. Every piece is important. That's right. Sorry. I will talk about the money. Three hundred and sixty million dollars. And I can't promise what else we're going to talk about, but it's going to be stupid. Guaranteed. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a crash involving an overturned semi on the ramp from eastbound I-70 from northbound 270 on the west outer belt. Please avoid this area if possible. Police are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but this will remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Tim Hortons. Tis the season at Tim Hortons with five festive peppermint beverages to satisfy your holiday cravings. And now Tim's Rewards members can get a $1 medium peppermint mocha ice cap on the app. Naturally and artificially flavored, limited time, U.S. only, valid online or in the app. Terms apply. On the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. 
Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, we're getting some wild cards now, Mike. Uh, Angela's Cakes just tweeted us and said, I make a lot of Disney and cartoon cakes. And when I'm making them, sometimes I have to Google image search the characters to get different angles. I have found out the hard way. Do not scroll too far down on Google. Oh, that's right. And let me tell you something. Lots of weird people out there. For those of you who think this is a modern society problem, and we need to go back to basics, because back in the old days, we had good old-fashioned family values. Mm. I read, and when I say read, someone read it to me. I get it. A biography on Walt Disney. This thing was like 20 hours long. I did the whole thing. One of the problems that Disney was having with his animators when he was first making Snow White. I mean, this is groundbreaking material. This is the first cartoon major motion picture. All right? Yeah. But the problem that Disney had was on their off time, they would draw Snow White in erotic positions. Oh, and he would have to come around and like throw all these things away and well, shred sure. the paper because he didn't want it getting out to the press that there was some sort of porn shop here. Yeah, there's supposed to be family entertainment. I'm just saying this was 1930. They're having this issue. Yeah, right. Well, let me tell you this. The thing that we always hear about. Well, you know, cell phones, all these people taking videos and photos and. Like, it usually comes up when an athlete acts out at a restaurant or has, like, a bad moment, or a celebrity of any kind, right, has a bad moment, it gets caught on camera, and they're like, hey, everybody's got these cell phones now, so you got to be extra careful. Let me tell you what right now. If there were cell phones back in the 1930s, you wouldn't have Disney. Because, like, at some point, those guys animating, someone would have snapped a photo or posted on the oh, gram absolutely. of absolutely. one of their pictures that would have gone everywhere, and they would have said, you can't let this get out there. We can't make this stuff. These... These guys are all pervs drawing this stuff. And it never would have taken off. Oh, it was like Snow White getting it on with the dwarves. I mean, now that's a collector's item. If you find one of those, it's probably worth a million dollars. I forget what the rule is called, but there's essentially the idea is whatever you can think of, there is a pornographic version of it somewhere. Like whatever category of anything you can think of. Oh, I'm sure. Fly fishing. There is fly fishing pornography somewhere. Okay. Right. It may not be popular, but it's out there. Uh, send in more Wild Card Wednesdays at Man and Bone on Twitter. Aaron Judge has agreed to a nine-year, $360 million deal to stay with the Yankees. Uh, the talking heads I saw on television were debating whether the Yankees overpaid. Yes, they did. They, yeah. But they can because they're the Yankees. This dude hit 62 home runs for you last year. Hit over 300, drove in, what was it, 160 runs, 170 runs. Yeah, had a ridiculous season. As you win the division, and yes, you didn't achieve the ultimate goal, but you're close. You can't let that guy walk out the door. You can't. Oh, no. When I saw that yesterday from uh, John Heyman, who had it. The, the Heyman. Giants. Well, he broke the news that the Giants were going to be. It. Right. They were going to be the ones to get Aaron Judge. And then, well, he actually said arson judge. And he said it was done, and then he immediately deleted it. And he said, technically wasn't wrong, because right. the Giants are signing Arson Judge. <laughs> He's a creative player, come to life, from Major League Baseball he throws a show. Fireball. Yeah. Um, so all I know is, when I saw that tweet, and then it got deleted, and they said, whoa, 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 it's not done yet. I thought, yeah, it probably isn't, because the Yankees, that was the moment where they said, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What do you really want to do? And what's going to actually get this done? And they figured out a way to keep him happy enough to keep him to want to stay in New York. The reality is, yes, if they'd paid him last year at the end of the season, 
they would have gotten a much better deal than what they're getting now. They decided to take that risk, correct? They couldn't come to an agreement with yes, him in the right. offseason. Now, I'm sure they offered him something, but it wasn't to his liking. They didn't make him their best offer they could have, which probably is cheaper than what it is now. They offer, I think it came out what the offer was. I think it was $300 million, wasn't it? Oh, okay. And everything right. I'm reading now is the Yankees caved to his demands. Like, yeah, all right. That's what that's, that's what happens works. when someone goes out and hits 62 home runs. That's what happens. Well, cave to his demands, that's a funny way of saying got the star player to sign with them that is a cornerstone well, piece of their he, franchise. And if he walks out the door, then can you imagine the press on yeah, that? of course. Can you believe the Yankees, with all of their resources, let this guy walk out because they didn't want to pay him an extra $60 million? Far be it from me to say we're being unfair to the Yankees front office. Like, rip the hell out of them. I don't care. But they did right. what they had the to do. The only options for them with the New York tabloids were Yankees caved or Yankees failed. Yes. There was no in-between on that. It was either you caved and gave him what he wanted or you failed and, and let him walk New away. New York tabloids, you mean all the national news shows. Well, Because yes, that's all right. that ESPN and FS1 wants to talk about. Yeah. All the time. No, I know. it's If the Yankees do anything, I know this is a big deal and I get why they are talking about this, but the Yankees get the headlines from the national news media more often than they should, and more often than probably most people actually care about. Now, I was reading today that it's believed that the Padres offered him more money, but he stayed in New York for the $360 million. I would also like to remind everybody, because you know there are so many owners out there that want to show you their pockets and talk about market size, but I just want to remind everybody once again, the San Diego media market is the 27th largest in the United States of America. Pittsburgh is 26th, all right? It's not about market size. It's about owners because all these guys are rich. The owner of the San Diego Padres, what the hell is his name? He's in charge of a big Peter Seidler, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's a Seidler. The Dolan family is richer than that guy. Oh, sure. All right? If the Dolan family, they were hell-bent on winning and getting the best possible talent, they sure as hell could make it happen. They choose not to. Well, and I, I know there are probably some Guardians fans who are saying, whoa, hey, hang on a second. The Guardians had a really good year last year. Why are you ripping them? They seem to be doing something that works. Did you just see what the Phillies did? Did you see how much money they've dropped this offseason? Phillies came real close, right? Like, they got there and were a, a very close to winning a World Series. And they've dropped, I want to say, $300 million so far this offseason on contracts. They're trying to say, we know we were close. They dropped $300 million on one contract. Well, yes, they, right. But they've also gone out and signed a bunch of other people, too, I just saw in the last couple of days. You know, like, they, they are trying their best to not just be, oh, well, that was a nice year. Let's see if that happens again. I also am aware the Guardians went out and added Josh Bell. I get it. But you can see the difference, right? Like, you can see the level of, we're close, we want to get all the way. Padres ownership saying, we're close, we want to go all the way. Like, I'm not saying that would all work out, and I'm not saying the Guardians have to spend $300 million this offseason, but but the idea that they can't possibly compete with these big market clubs by spending that money, no, it's on the ownership group getting the free pass from the media a lot of times up in Cleveland who says, well, what are you going to do? They can't spend the money. It's the Pirates people. It's the Reds people. This notion that, well, what are we going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Where's this money allocate? Major League Baseball just sold a huge stake in their, what is it? 
Oh, the digital di- advanced digital media. advanced media. Where Di- every Disney single team yes. is taking home like $30 million. Do you enjoy watching the Disney app? That's all built on the back of Major League Baseball's advanced media. ML BAM, I think is how that's abbreviated. Now, but that, wouldn't you they like were, to know? They were first in that space before anybody else, yes. and they all own big chunks of it, and they're selling it off and making huge profits. But wouldn't you like to know where that money's going? Where is it going? It's going to the owners. Is it going into the, the pot? Are they going to go out and invest in the in the ball club? With that type of money? Now, maybe indirectly they'll tell you. They'll say, oh, you don't know what we're doing. We, we've hired, you know, we built a new complex in the Dominican Republic. And you just okay. sort of take their word for it. It's like, oh, okay, well, they're investing down there. We'll see a return on that. You don't know. Well, but the other part of that is, for I don't blame fans who say, well, that's great for that part of the game and that should be done. Why can't you do that and invest more money in my ball club, right, as an owner? All, all of these owners who say, well, look at our books. We Our local TV deals, not what they used to be, whatever. Guardians will say stuff like that because typically, yes, their TV deals are smaller than what they are in New York. But you still get this little thing called revenue sharing, last I checked, from Major League Baseball. And a lot of those richy rich owners hate it. Of the of the teams of the, you know, the Yankees and You've the Red Sox variety. Teams. You're getting money from them. What are you doing with it? Yankees are going to be above the luxury tax. The Braves say they'll go above the luxury tax. Where do you think that luxury tax goes? It goes to competitive balance. Yes. It goes back to the other teams that don't hit the luxury tax. The Castellinis love it when the Braves go over the luxury tax because they get a check. Now, what do they do with that check? They keep it in the family pocketbook and say, well, we got to save it for a rainy day because you never know where you're going to go. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's why that statement rubs so many people the wrong way. And I know the Guardians haven't made those statements, but man, they've been let off the hook, quite honestly, by the Castellinis being so dumb and so bad. That's because everybody's obsessed with the Browns up there, too. They're all concerned about I know, Deshaun but, Watson and the Browns. Right, but the Guardians, as good as their season was, it's like found money whenever they're good. It's like, oh, isn't that a nice story? That The Guardians are good. That's pretty cool. Best run organization in baseball because they don't now, how spend do you become money. great? Well, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You guys, you guys are thrilled with a couple playoff games every year. I know not real Guardians fans. I'm saying the media and how it's covered up there is like, oh, hey, what do you know? We made it. Hey, that's great. No one holds these people to the fire. You get one good year, three or four down years, everybody's happy. A Big Ten coach gets a new job. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from the south outer belt to 270 westbound before I-71. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. About a five-minute backup in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Celebrate this holiday with real delicious goodness and real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef bone-in standing rib roast, just $7.99 a pound now through December 13th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. All your wild card stupidity. 
Uh, I got a tweet from Powerlifter Dad who said, What is the origin story of Jizz Horncamp? And how does he appear on the show? Would you like to field that one? Sure. Um, And I want to be very clear that this is a real human being's name, and I'm spelling out a real human being's name when I spell this. If you'd like to go search him up, just spell out in your Google machine, J-I-Z-Z space H-O-R-N-K-A-M-P, Jizz Horncamp, that is this person's name. He is a Dutch soccer player who plays in the Erste Divisie, which is the second division of Dutch soccer. So, like, there's MLS and then there's, you know, MLS Next Pro, which is what Crew 2 is. He plays for Crew 2 for a team called Wilhelm. But it was rumored that I believe Nottingham Forest was trying to look at signing him. And the Queen... And the Queen is a big fan of Nottingham Forest. Yes. Well, she's just a big fan of Jizz Horncamp. But anyway, so that was why we brought him up was because it was rumored he was coming to England. He's a real guy. Yeah. He's a real person. You can go now to their, I'm sure, to their team site if you want to go to Wilhelm II's team site and go buy a jersey. You can buy a Jizz Horncamp jersey. I'm sure they sell them. So now you know what that is. Uh, this one, Colin said... Who would win in a fight between Rimmer and Platinum Fox? Winner moves on to face Mike Francesa, who received a first-round bye. Um, I think Platinum Fox would probably win. Well, Platinum Fox, yes, is, I think, I think he's got a lot more jab. Rimmer's older. Rimmer might have him on reach a little bit. Maybe but I before think, Rimmer had the zipper surgery, I would have picked him. Hmm. I, but he's got the baboon heart oh, now. Oh, the zipper surgery. I didn't know what we were talking about yeah. there. Okay. They opened him up. Yeah, and gave him a new heart. But they didn't I give him a new heart. They fixed his heart. Well, whatever. To me, it's it's pretty much once you get the parts swapped in and out, it's same new. thing. It's just like new. Anyway, I would go with Platinum Fox there. But whoever advances from us is gonna kick Mike Francesa's ass. That guy's done. He's done? He's done. He's a heavy guy though. Yeah, he's heavy. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's what I say. All right. Yeah, I think Platinum Fox would get inside and bust him up. It's Platinum Fox's anniversary today. How do I know? Because he came down and talked to us for two hours today. It was unsolicited. Happy anniversary. 37 years. Platinum Fox has been married to Mrs. Fox. There you go. Very nice. And she is by far his better half. 100%. Uh, So I've got a few more of these if you want. We can keep going. Sure. Uh, Zola the Pola says, my guys... What are your thoughts on eggnog, best seasonal drink, or is that the best seasonal drink, or are you a hot buttered rum guy? Uh, I got to tell you, I've never had hot buttered rum. I haven't either. I'm not opposed to trying it, but I've always, I never understood the hate for eggnog. I like eggnog. I'm okay with eggnog. I'll drink it without booze. Yeah, I won't do that. I'll drink it right from the carton on a hot day. They should sell eggnog in July. No, you won't. Yes, they. I I love it. You drink eggnog, that creamy stuff running down your chin. That's stupid. You would not do. To go outside and watch the fireworks on America's birthday, I'd love that. (laughs) No, you would. Our forefathers would love some nog. Now you say that I have actually had uh, vitamin D, like the full milk. I have had that on Memorial Day at the Indy Five Hundred. Because the Indy 500, the winner gets to drink milk. I think I like the full milk. It's called milk. It's called whole. Get whole, whole milk. milk. Whole milk. Yeah. Why well, never get whole milk? I don't. We don't do that at the house. We All get two percent right. okay. most of the time. But all I'm saying is, I've had that on a like 80 degree day, and I like the heat. 
That was a little much. I don't know that you could do eggnog on a true July day. Have you had it? I'm saying I've had whole milk on Memorial Day, was and it, that was as close as I want to get to the sun. Ice cold? Yeah, I had it in a cooler because they gave they were passing it out at the Indy 500 for the milk people of Indiana, their promotional thing. And so I saved it to the end of the race. I had it sitting in ice because you can bring a cooler with you. Triple H. And I drank ice cold milk and I said, oof, that's tough. Remind us in July that we had this conversation because I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get some nog. I'm going to put it in the freezer so it stays fresh. There you go. Then I'm going to thaw it out. We're going to have it in July. We're going to do eggnog shooters here on the radio. Can you freeze the milk to you do can that? Freeze I anything. I know you can freeze anything. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I don't know how long it lasts. My mom's got stuff in her freezer for 37 years. She's fine. Did you guys ever eat any of your? Did you save any of your wedding cake and no. or freeze? Yeah, we didn't do that either. Come on. So I know some people have saved the wedding cake in the freezer, and I just wonder: has anyone done that? And did it turn out okay? Could we you did, eat it? Uh, we did save uh, Kristen's placenta. We fried we fried that up like spam, mm. and had that with some scrambled eggs. I hope you didn't tell your breakfast guests. Just, hey, what do you think of this? This is the best we ever had. Mystery breakfast meat. Yeah, it's delicious. You're eating some of her insides right there. What do you think of that? I did watch the show where someone said they saved it and they made like a, I don't know. They made a drink. No, I didn't see a drink. I made, what I saw was like a pate. Oh, yeah. I know some people put it in like capsules. They get it dried out. Oh, no, put no, it no. In capsules. This was like, and uh, it's like placenta crystal light. Then they put it in their water. They did cook this up, if I'm not mistaken. But mm. then they, they ground it into a, like a, yeah, like a powder, I guess, and put it into a, into a pate type of thing. I see. Yeah. Or it was some kind of dip. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. People are eating it. I thought that was gross. A Big Ten coach gets a new job. Purdue's Jeff Brom is taking the Louisville job. So he's leaving. He's a, he's an alum of Louisville. He's going home to that program, leaves Purdue. It was rumored that he was going to take that job years ago, but uh, he passed on it. Now it's open again. He's taking it. So Purdue's open. He's getting $6 million a year to coach him, football at Louisville. Live. All right. So they're spending some money. I don't know if it'll work out for him, but we'll find out, I guess. That doesn't seem like the greatest move I've ever seen, but... Sure, let him live. Now, there is another coach that is hitting the open market that I think Ryan Day should be on the phone to. I'll tell you who that is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 270 westbound to 4 I-71 southside. All lanes have reopened to that area. And 270 northbound at I-70 on the west side. That crash involving an overturned semi still blocking the ramp from eastbound I-70. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Save big at Meyer on your holiday ham. Right now, Meyer spiral sliced hams are just 89 cents a pound. That's right, 89 cents a pound. So you can put more in everyone's plate. Limit two. See the Meyer app or Meyer.com for details. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. All right. So I told you that 
Jeff Brom is leaving Purdue to be the new football coach at Louisville. There is another coach that is leaving his team, and it's not unexpected. Jim Leonard was the defensive coordinator under Paul Christ at Wisconsin. He was given the interim tag, coached the rest of the season. A lot of people thought that he was going to win that job. He's yeah. a Wisconsin guy. He went there. Family's from there. You know, I think it was his job to lose. They apparently felt differently, didn't win enough games, or it was never his job to lose, and that was just the outside noise. But there was some speculation when Luke Fickle took that job that Jim Leonard would stay on the staff and work with Luke Fickle. Jim Leonard announced on social media last night that he will not be doing that. He'll be moving on. All right. Now, maybe he's already got a gig lined up, and that's why he's doing that. But if he doesn't, Ryan Day should be on the phone right now to Jim Leonard. I would talk to this guy who I think is a very good defensive coach, and by the way, was a defensive back and coaches defensive backs. Like, that is his number one specialty. Yes, he overall was the defensive coordinator, but he was in charge of defensive backs. That That's how he started his coaching career. I am calling him saying, hey, Jimmy, uh, you're going to be new co-defensive coordinator. Here's $2 million. Mm. Yeah, right. And if but, Jim Knowles doesn't like it, then he can pound sand. Well, I think at some point you've got to try to make this the best defensive coaching staff you can. And if Jim Leonard's available and would want to come here and be a part of this, I'm guessing the chance to... Stomp all over Wisconsin probably would feel good to him in some ways just because they didn't want to hire him for the job. I'm sure he has a lot of affinity for the school otherwise, given that he played there. But yeah, I mean, you get to come stay in conference, go to the better school, and then who knows? You end up becoming eventually, maybe down the road, full-time defensive coordinator. And that launches him to be head coach in a few years again. And I know he's not going to stick around forever. His goal is to have success and then go be the head coach at a major college program. I know that. But he can make a little pit stop here for two years, rebuild his image, and help the Buckeyes along the way. He's also, I think, the perfect yin to Jim Knowles' yang. Where Jim Knowles is what? Mid-50s? Late-50s? Something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, a long time coach. He's been around the block. Uh, Jim Leonard is 40 years old. And I think you could have the perfect sort of give and take there between the grizzled veteran coach and the younger guy who also has experience that probably sees more eye to eye with how Ryan Day wants to do things. Yeah, it could be that. I mean, I don't I think if if a call has not been made, I would hope it is. Yeah, I would I would hope that I'd happened be shocked if it wasn't made. Now, yeah. maybe the answer is no, I'm, that's not what I'm looking for right now. And that's fine. At least you tried. Well, but I'll, I'll go this far with Ryan Day or anybody who is the head coach at Ohio State. This is the type of program where as much as we'd all like it and it would be easier on these coaches, on the head coach and on the AD, if you had a couple of assistants who are going to be here with you for 10 years, who are just your right hand guys, that kind of thing. I just don't think for most assistant coaches that you're going to want, that's going to be likely. You know, most of the guys you're going to want at a place like Ohio State, at a place like Alabama, you know, they're, they, they go out and get the guys who probably have a bigger resume than being a coordinator or a position coach at a college football program. But they get them because for a couple of years, you go to Alabama, you work with Nick Saban, you rehab your image, you go get the bigger job. And while that means every couple of years, you got to replace those guys. It means you're getting some premier level coaching from guys that probably are overqualified for the job, but you get them at the right time for a couple of years. I think that's where Ryan Day, I'm sure if if it's possible, I would like to see him go do that. I hope he will consider that. 
But I'm guessing it's easier for him and for everybody else involved to have, you know, not that Jim Knowles is a bad coach. Jim Knowles is a guy who I don't think has any designs on going out and being a head coach anytime soon. I think he's kind of decided, yeah, I'm defensive coordinator guy. That's yeah. what I'm going to do the rest yeah. of my career. I'm saying that's fine. Doesn't hurt to have those guys on the staff too. You have Larry Johnson on the staff. He's also a guy who's, he's not advancing beyond I me. Mean, he's, you know, an assistant head coach and all that yeah, this stuff. Is, this is what he is. He's that's doing right. this the rest of his life or the rest of his coaching career is what I mean to say. And then beyond that, I don't think he's trying to get some bigger job. I don't, I don't blame you for wanting to have that on the staff, but you also need a few guys who are going to be pushing to try to go on and get bigger jobs. I am. I'm not saying that you kick Jim Knowles to the curb after one season yet, but if there's help out there, why wouldn't you try and get that help, especially at the position of need, which is defensive backs? And I think it's also a good idea to have as many guys who have head coaching experience on your staff as possible. And Jim Leonard wasn't the permanent head coach, but he was the head coach for 80% of Wisconsin's season. Yeah. So well, he's he's been in that fire before. He knows what it's like. Now, I get the downside to what I just said. For those of you who might be saying this, we've seen this in the radio business, Mike. There are people in this business who are afraid to have like a really strong producer who works for them or have a, a excellent co-host because they're afraid it's going to make them look I bad. I think Ryan Day is secure enough. Well, that's my point. That's what I'm trying to say is that Nick Saban can go out and do that because no one's going to assume that when he goes out and hires Butchin to come in and run his offense for a couple years. Bill right? O'Brien. Yes, Bill O'Brien. That Bill O'Brien's going to take over Alabama right. if, if Nick Saban has a couple bad games. No one thinks that. No one should think that here with Ryan Day either. But that's that's what I'm saying is Ryan Day, that's the lane he could get in is like, yeah, I'm not afraid of having these guys around because I'm I'm still, yeah, I'm Ryan Day. I'm I know that I'm above that. And it's okay to bring some guys in who, yeah, Jim Leonard eventually may go on to be a great head coach in his own right. But right now, you've you've got a perfect opportunity if he wants to come here to bring him in and get that coaching level that probably is more than what he's qualified to do. But bring him in anyway, and let's see. I would bring in another interim head coach, too, to this staff to help things out. If this defense, specifically the secondary, doesn't improve, and it's not just ex- exclusive to that, offensively, if we're inconsistent, then you go see... Another assistant coach, they bring in Nebraska interim Mickey Joseph, and he strangles you. No. He just chokes you. No, no. He doesn't actually coach any football. He's just the choker guy. You can't bring him in. Nope. That's not happening. No? Boy, his his situation went from bad to worse. Yeah, it did. Went from, I might be the head coach at Nebraska, to no, I'm not, and I'm I'm going to jail. for choking and punching my wife. Or at least I'm getting arrested. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to jail, but that's... That's not good. All right, it's Wild Card Wednesday. I have a tweet from Mitch who says, my guys, we all love Jim Abbott. I feel like we haven't talked about him enough lately. Also, I need more people, athletes or otherwise, that blow your mind with what they've done. Well, we gave you the Sedin twins. Yeah, the Sedin twins are a good one. We should be talking about the Sedin twins. We should be talking about Jim Abbott. He you know, pitched a no-hitter in Major League Baseball, pitched over a decade in Major League Baseball with only one hand. Yeah, no-hitter, pitched for... Not a, was it over? I thought it was like eleven. Was it? Was it nineteen years? I was gonna. No, it wasn't that long. Wasn't I'm just saying long. it was okay. over a decade. It was, it was a long time. That's what I'll tell right. you. Okay, okay, fine. I've got one for you that we don't talk about enough. I've got one for you. Okay, who do you have? Bo Jackson, but not for the reasons well, you think. I, I see. This no, is, I just, shut up and let right, me talk. Fine. Not for the reasons you think. I'm not talking. Oh, Bo Jackson, two sport athlete. Look how good he was, and he got hurt. No. 
We don't talk enough about what happened after he got hurt. The dude needed a total hip replacement. Yep. Total hip replacement. And then after he got the hip replacement, still went on to play professional baseball. No one has ever done that. No one has ever played baseball with an artificial hip. Ever. Right. But I feel like that's been covered in the 19 documentaries we've had about Bo Jackson the last decade where everyone's done 30 for 30s on him. And they talk about that. You should be going to Christmas dinner. You walk in and say, hey, Bo Jackson, artificial hip. And then you sit down and have the meal. Then you talk about the Christ child. Okay. Bo Jackson, hip one, Christ child two. Then Jim Abbott. Then the Sedin twins. Right. But I feel like in some ways that's like saying, hey, no one ever talks about Charles Barkley, really good rebounder. It's like, but but we no, have talked it's about not that. the same thing. Yes, we have no, talked about not. that. Maybe you've lost sight of it. We should be talking about Charles Barkley, really good rebounder. And then he had like five pizzas before the game started. Right. But I'm saying like people are aware of Charles Barkley enough to you've been able to get everything you want. Charles Barkley, Bo Jackson. Here, here's here's my argument against that. Hayden Hayden. Triple H is a younger guy. He's yeah. producing the show today. Did you know that Bo Jackson played professional baseball after he got an artificial hip? I did not know that. See, there you go. Well, you could have hey, watched hey, nine different documentaries saying, on it. Hayden is a sports radio producer. Right. He didn't know it. Fine. We have to educate the public. Let me give you a real one that's not that. When's the last time you ever thought of Muggsy Bogues? And that's, that? that's another good one because so many people talk about Spud Webb. Oh, Spud Webb, get the hell out of here. Spud Webb was a giant compared to Muggsy Bogues. Do you know, Triple H, You have you heard of Muggsy Bogues? Are you aware of Muggsy Bogues at all? I don't think I'm aware of Muggsy See, Bogues. See, this okay. is why we're here. Let me introduce we're you. We're educating the youth. Let me introduce you to a five foot three NBA player. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah for, played for the Hornets, right? Yeah. Yes. But didn't just play in the NBA like a freak show, like George Murison or something. No. Five foot three Muggsy Bogues. This dude was top seven in assists in six straight NBA years. Five foot three in the NBA. That's the headline. But then he was top 10 in the league for half a decade in assists. Unbelievable. Oh, also top 10 in steals three of those six seasons. Unbelievable. Also ugly as hell. He's five foot three. Who cares? I'm saying that's fine. I'm just saying he would scare people with how ugly he was. How many double doubles do you think Bugsy Bugs had in his career? If you said zero, that's a reasonable answer for a guy who's five foot three. The answer is 146. He had two seasons worth of double doubles in the NBA. I'm with you. By the way, Bugsy Bugs underrated. Bugsy Bugs is in Jim Abbott territory with we got to talk more about him. How do more people not know about Muggsy Bogues? Now, never mind the fact that when he was a kid, dad went to prison for 20 years. Right. He was shot by Buckshot when he was a little kid. Muggsy was shot. Muggsy was shot. Brother got into hard drugs, and he had like in and out of jail. And all. So he came from a very rough childhood. He was such a good basketball player. Multiple high schools were recruiting him. He went to play to Dunbar High School in Baltimore, where he was a star on a team that featured David Wingate, former NBA player, Reggie Williams, former NBA player, and Reggie Lewis, who was a tremendous college basketball player who Dead. sadly, yes, died very shortly after being drafted. All those guys were on his team. He was the biggest he star. He was the guy. He was the biggest star on that team. So I'm telling you, we need, in fact, they wrote a book called The Boys of Dunbar Christmas Gift or whatever holiday you're celebrating 
Great gift if you know someone who loves basketball. Break it out of the table and talk about it with the people. Yes, and when you get to the chapters on Muggsy Bogues, prepare for yourself to pass out because you are not ready for how great this guy is. Muggsy Bogues, my guy. Stop talking about stupid politics at the Christmas table. Yeah, right? talk about Jim Abbott and Muggsy Bogues. And Everybody guess, can get behind these stories. And I guess these are inspirational Bo stories. Bo Jackson's hip, but only his hip. Why are you... Only his you're hip. not poo-poo. No, because you're going to bring it up and you'll be like, are you guys hear about Bo Jackson? Be like, yes. No. Of course we have. And you're going to say, but you don't know the whole story. Are you going to be Paul Harvey on this? And now you know the rest of the story. I, I, you know, I'm encouraging you with the Muggsy Bogues. You're just crapping on me. That's all you're doing here. Muggsy Bogues is barely larger than Bo Jackson's hip. That's what I'm saying. Bo Jackson had a very powerful hip. Muggsy Bogues didn't have as much power as what Bo Jackson had in solely his hip, and he made right. it to the NBA. Speaking of artificial hips, my mother has one. My mom is very sad today. I'm going to tell you. It has nothing to do with her hip. Oh, that's good. I'll tell you why coming up next. It may have something to do with the fact that I'm her son. Oh, I embarrass yeah. her on the radio by talking about how she used to walk around with her tots exposed. <laughs> anyway, mom's very sad today. I'll tell you why. Speaking of tots exposed, here's Leanna. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You know I love them tater tots. Watch out for slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find some backups on the west side of I-70 westbound between Hague Avenue and 270. Traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. To Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means you'll get your oil change faster than it takes to get through I-70 during a rainstorm or rush hour. So you go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take 5, the stay in your car, 10-minute oil change. Only at Array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. This show is very stupid. We're glad you're here. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Well, I've got something to rant about on what? this Wild Card Wednesday. Because, well... We dropped a lot of businesses that we liked earlier in the show. I guess I'll drop one more. They're not here yet, but the story is Wawa is coming to Ohio. I've never been to Wawa. All right. So Wawa is a gas station predominantly on the East Coast. Triple H is in filling in for Panama Ted today. Have you ever been to a Wawa gas station? I did go to a Wawa this past summer, yeah. What'd you think of it? Was it, you know, a little different than most gas stations maybe you've experienced it around was here? Very clean and good. Yeah. Good food. They have, good. they have food made to order. They do the thing. It's so the bathroom prostitutes too are just top notch. All right. Top notch. All right. So depending on if this is a very East Coast thing, but there is a battle like in the eastern half of Pennsylvania and over between Wawa and Sheets. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of Sheets out there too. And Sheets does all the food where they make it in the store and all that. And so I posted, I saw this article, and I said, the great Sheets versus Wawa war is coming to Ohio. My intestines are ready because I will eat at both these places. Mm -hmm. And I got people immediately like, oh, yeah, I guess if you're going to eat at a gas station, then yeah, for the rest of us who've got taste. It's like, just why? 
Why does everyone have to crap on gas station food? You obviously haven't had it enough if you don't understand how great and delicious it is. I can go in there right now, Mike, and I can get Cinnabon-level food. I can go in there and get Auntie Anne's-level food. I can go in there and get drive through level food at these gas stations. They're making it the way I want on an app where they got the little touch screen. They make exactly what I want. What's wrong with that? All I'm getting gas. What do the truckers prefer? I don't know. But I'm just saying there's got to be some sort of like trucker newsletter something, you know, where they rank the best truck stops. That, you know and what? Gas stations. I mean, and- they don't, the Wawa's and the Sheets, some of them are truck stops, but most of them are just regular old gas stations. I don't know if you would throw in like the Pilot Flying J into that mix because then they've, yeah, that's like a truck stop, truck different. stop where they've got restaurants in there and a whole different thing. So they're bringing Wawa's here. Yes. They keep building stuff. And then when it opens, like, we don't have enough people to work here. Closed. <laughs> right. Stop building this stuff if you can't find people to work there. Well, I've never had that problem at Sheets. Every time I go to Sheets, no, they got all people. the pumps are broken. <laughs> well, that's the one here. The one where we have like well, four right. pumps. No, that's I know. the one I drive past. I know. I'm saying all the other ones I go to, I never have and this problem. And then I pull in there. It's like, oh, there's empty pumps. And I go in, no, there's seven of them out of order. The one by our station was literally built on a postage stamp. So they do occasionally, if the, if one pump is out, 25% of their pumps are well, out. But they have some standards is what I'm saying. I know. I'm saying all the other ones I've ever been to, all the other sheets I've been to, great job. Never had an issue. And if you don't love gas station food, T-Bone will fight you. I will fight you. It's 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 total game changer the way it is now. All right, speaking of food, my mom is very sad today because I saw that Snackwell's, you know, the yes. co- cookie line, mm-hmm. has been discontinued. I didn't know they were still making them. But I have nightmares about Snackwell cookies because that is all my mother bought for like a five to six year span when I was a teenager. Whenever it was dessert time, which was rare, it was a disgusting Snackwell's cookie. When I was at those, I remember the devil's food. It was cookies, the devil's food one. And those I take it were not any good. No. Okay. Because I know they were like fat free and. Yeah, but here's the thing. How man. could it be good if it was fat free? It wasn't. And it was still the same amount of calories as a regular cookie. Oh, that's no good. They still loaded them. Breaking news? There's no fat and sugar. Yeah, right. Okay? They still loaded these things full of sugar. They were not healthy for you, but because they were fat-free or had one gram of fat, people like my mom thought they had seen the hand of God. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's at at the time. That's what everybody was looking for. Was like, get the fat out of your well, diet. But no fat in your diet. She would eat. It's like, why are we getting any thinner? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why, lady. You just ate six hundred calories. Yeah, that's right. Well, here's so if you go to snackwells.com, they have a uh, a little note on their website. It says, dear loyal Snackwells customer, after thirty years of providing your favorite snacks, the Snackwells brand has been retired. We appreciate your loyalty and love for the reduced and fat-free snacks that became synonymous with the Snackwell's name. We encourage you to try a new snacking line created by the Skinny Girl brand, which are crafted with less sugar than comparative snacks. So we've moved from fat to sugar to where we're saying, oh, the war was on fat back in the 90s, so we don't have fat in any of these cookies. Now we're now we're kind of past that. Keto's said fat's okay. Fat's okay. Sugar's bad though. Sugar bad. So now it's we take the sugar out of the cookies, and so that's the new Snackwells. Basically, is no sugar in the cookie. Everything you eat is eventually going to kill you. All right. Can we just have some fun while we're alive? Well, again, I feel like 
there's certainly a market if you're diabetic and you can't have sugar and you need right i get there's reasons why some of that right. stuff exists I, for people I, with dietary I'm not, restrictions i'm not talking about that right but for the rest of everybody yeah you're right like, i don't think i had a regular ice cream until i moved out of the house oh because my mom would buy healthy choice ice cream what was the healthy choice ice cream? It was called healthy choice no, no, brand. I know that, but what ice cream? They healthy. had different flavor. I don't know what made it healthy. I have no idea. But it didn't taste good. Was it, it like frozen it was, yogurt it was or something? Fine, but you know it was like some cappuccino chip flavor that she'd always buy. And my mom, once she buys something, then it's just she's buying it until she dies. She's that person. I see. Okay. I bought it one time. I shall now buy it until I pass away. <laughs> she's probably got snack bowls in her house right now. This is probably the worst day of her life. I, I, she might have been the one keeping him in business, quite honestly. Perhaps. But yeah, this from the person who's lost some weight on the show here recently, I would just say, if you really want some cookies, eat some cookies. Even if you're trying to lose weight, it's not going to do any good to go to bed thinking about the cookies, getting up in the morning thinking about the cookies, the next day thinking about the cookies, and then finally you get the cookies and you just eat the whole bag. No, like, you want a cookie, have a couple cookies. Have a cookie. And then move on. Uh, the Pirates won Major League Baseball's draft lottery last night. I'm sure all of you watched it live. I was riveted. The A's had the best odds, but they will pick number six. So they fell down the list. The Reds had the fourth best odds for number one, but they picked number seven. The Twins had crappy odds, but they jumped all the way to five. Wow. That's, see, now, that's, what does this matter? It doesn't really matter. A flaw in the system. Look, th- this is a nice little step. We should have these things just because it makes it more interesting. God forbid we make the game more interesting. But... If you really think that this ping pong thing for a first round pick, for a number one pick, is going to change tanking in Major League Baseball, that is not going to change tanking. They should tie revenue sharing to winning games. They should make, if you want to have a lottery, that's fine. The Brewers, who had the worst odds in this lottery, they should have the best odds to get the first pick because they were the first team out. They had the best record in this pool of loser teams. Yeah, I I think that's the way it needs to go in all these sports. Make it that tanking is not beneficial. It's actually the worst thing you can do. And then if you have a bad year, so what? You have a bad year? Get better. Hire some new people. And don't worry about trying to draft your way back out of it. Spend some money. And if you're stuck under a cap and you you can't do that in certain situations, obviously not in baseball, but in other sports, then you got to get through that. And then And then eventually you can, if you get the right management in there, you can fix it. By the way, I have a lot of people now saying, what about Bucky's? What's Bucky's? Well, because there's Sheets and Wawa. Those are two of those gas right, stations. I'm not prepared for this. Bucky's is a whole nother. Let's you talk don't even about wanna, Bucky's coming up next. You don't even want to go to Bucky's I don't yet. Because I don't know anything about Bucky's. Oh. You'll inform me. And if you get arrested for a white-collar crime, England is the place to do it. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. Delays expected on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area and tap those brakes and Route 315 southbound between 3rd Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Get a career that is recession-resistant. Rumpke is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family-owned and operated company. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. On campus, coming up at 448, all the news and notes you need. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 534. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Well, Mike, I dared to uh, bring up the the war between Sheets and Wawa that rages on the Eastern Front in this country to this very day. Okay. Because you get the people from like Pennsylvania, especially. That's usually where the battleground is for this thing because... Sheets tend to be more Western Pennsylvania, Wawa more Eastern Pennsylvania, but they mix. There's, they're you know all over the place out there, and so people argue about that. So Wawa apparently is coming to Ohio. I mentioned that this war would be coming and now will be fought in Ohio as well. And then I got the people who jumped in the timeline and said, now we need Bucky's in Ohio. And I don't know if you're prepared for Bucky's. I've been to a Bucky's. I I don't know of Bucky's. Triple H. Have you heard of or are this show you aware is just of morphing into Bucky's. we ask Triple H what he knows. <laughs> I've I've heard of Bucky's, never been to one. Okay. Though. Here's what a Bucky's is. It's a gas station where they have a hundred pumps. Like a hundred they have a hundred pumps. Okay. Gas pumps. Well, this is like a truck stop then. No. Well it is, but it's they also have they have a separate truck stop pump area and then a hundred pumps for cars. Just for cars. Yes. And then the the inside of the gas station, you know, the convenience store is the size of a grocery store. But half of it, or probably three quarters of it, is dedicated to Bucky's merchandise. Because <laughs> their logo is like a like a beaver, I want to say. He's okay. got like buck teeth, Bucky, <laughs> right? All and right. so or maybe he's a woodchuck. I don't know. I'm not familiar with his genus. Well, Bucky the beaver would make more sense. Why? Because it's both bees. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, they have t-shirts with his logo on it, stuffed animals, dice with his face on it, whatever you want, like anything right. you can think of, scuba gear with Bucky's on it. That's like three quarters of the store. But also in that store, 24-7, they're making brisket. So you can get brisket sandwich, brisket tacos. They're making it right in front of you. You walk in, and they have an area that's bigger than most gas stations you've ever been in, just dedicated to brisket. Also, in-house, they're making their own jerky. There's 24-7, pumping out jerky left and right at the Bucky's. This is ridiculous. It has more. I've, Dude, I swear to you, I have never seen anything like this. We were in Alabama, and we drove upon one and changed my life. Changed your life. I've never seen anything like this. It's open 24 hours a day. They actually created a special day to open up so they can be open 367 days a year, 366 days a year, whatever it is. What do you mean they created a special day? It makes no sense. They open all the time, even more so than other places. They're ridiculous. So I got people saying that the Bucky's is, if you want to talk sheets and wah-wah, that's fine. But Bucky's, that's a whole other level. And they're right. But if that ever comes here, forget it. I won't ever come to work. I'll just be stuck at Bucky's all the time. What's the other one you were telling me about? Oh, well, Derek tweeted us and said that a uh, popular gas station in Iowa, Oklahoma, and Nebraska is the come and go. So I would recommend you Google that. And How is that spelled? Come and go is spelled K-U-M oh, and G-O. That's how it's spelled. And I'm actually at comeandgo.com. Spelled just you like need a Hummer? First thing on the top of their page is next pump is on us.
Join our rewards program wow, and claim is, your $10 welcome bundle. This is quite the thing. This is good old-fashioned Heartline. 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 And Heartland. And Brian Heartline family values. Brian Heartline big into the come and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you can find a store. I'm looking right here. I don't think we have them around here, but uh, it says from South Dakota to Colorado, we've got you covered. That's like two states. Three states, maybe? Like, how how far are we talking here, come and go? That I'm seem Jizz like- Horncamp for come and go. Right. We got to get him on board. Imagine if come and go sponsored a soccer team. You could have come and go's logo on the front and Jizz Horncamp on the back. All right. That'd be great. Let's talk about white collar crime, shall we? All right, let's do it. Uh, three-time Wimbledon winner Boris Becker is in prison. Yeah. In England. He's in prison because it's tax fraud. He, he hid 2.5 million pounds. Bankruptcy from, bankruptcy fraud. He said he didn't have the money, but he actually did. Right. So he was, bankruptcy. He's, li- he's yeah. a German guy, but he's living in England, and he you know, had, stole money, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they sentenced him to two and a half years in English prison. Well, it comes out today that he's being released from prison and deported back to Germany, and he gets to leave jail early. Sentenced to two and a half years in prison, he did seven months in jail. Mm. And they wow. said, you're, you're done now. Go home, Boris Becker. They, uh, they have a thing, I guess, in England, because they're trying to alleviate some of the the amount of people in jail because they're overcrowded. I know what you do. And so they've said... No one wants to listen to me with overcrowding with <laughs> well, they, the jail. So anyway, just, just to finish the thought... Just line them up thought, and shoot them. No. <laughs> no. That's what I would do. No. There, your problems are solved. You get shot for bankruptcy no, fraud? No, no. I'm not saying you shoot these guys. You go to the top of the food chain and start shooting the oh, murderers. Okay. You clear out their <laughs> cells, then Boris Becker takes their cells. Say, let Boris Becker just no, go to I'm Germany. I'm not saying shoot Boris Becker. Okay, good. I'm glad. All I'm saying is that the reason they're letting him out is because they're saying if the jails are overcrowded and they've got people who could go back to their home country, let them go there and then they can deal with whatever. So they're sending him back to Germany where apparently he will go free. Because he's Boris well, he Becker. Didn't, he didn't break any rules in Germany. True enough. Boy, that's a loophole. Someone ought to look into fixing that. I'm sorry, sir. You're wanted for the murder of 18 people here in England. Not, not here. It's like, I'm from France, though. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Get right on the channel. Over there? That you didn't kill anybody You're in France. Fine. They but just welcome him back in. I've I have said, you know, if if uh, you escape from prison, yeah, if even you, if you've murdered a hundred people, if you escape, if you es- you're out. Yeah, now that doesn't mean you're free to murder everybody else. No, you got to stay you on the free live a clean clear. life. They'll yeah. pick you up on something else. But if you manage to escape from prison, good on you. We're not going to look for you. I think if you uh, if you're like a again a murderer. Or that level of crime, then I think there's maybe we give it a month of looking for you. But you know, once the oh, month pass, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, more generous. I'll I'm let saying, you go. No, I say we have a month to find you. I you say can it's hide a day. out for a month. Okay, it's a whatever. Day. Okay. They comb the swamps or in the woods around the jail because they're always built next to swamps and woods and jails. That the jails are always built next to those features. Now, what I would do though is if they find your accomplice who helped you escape from prison, I would arrest the accomplice. Oh? Oh, if they, right, if they help you escape. Yes. Sure, of course. It's like, well, his girlfriend picked him up in a car. We don't know where he is, but we got the girlfriend. Yeah. We charge her. Oh, of course. You can't just help people escape from prison. No, 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 no. This is on you, like, if you do the prison break thing, where you have it all tattooed on your body. Yes. Like, you've mapped That's out dedication. the jail. Right, I don't know why you, how you would, that seems like a, 
seems like that'd be bad going to the judge. It's like, did you uh, premeditate this murder? It's like, absolutely no. not, judge. It's like, now tell me about it these is, tattoos. It is tattooed all uh, over your body. You're going to send me to Leavenworth, right? That's the one I want to go to, just so we're clear. <laughs> I need to go to Leavenworth, But he please. knew his brother was innocent. That's why he did it. I know he did. I'm By just way, saying. Prison Break? Very underrated show. I know. I remember you were a big fan of it. I, I never did. got. I never got into it, but I should go back and watch it. I've, I remember you telling me it was good, and I never gave it the yeah, time it was of day. a good show. I'm sorry I didn't watch but it. But you know what? It could have been even better because now they make shows where they write entire seasons based on 10 or 12 episodes and that's it. Prison Break was one of the last shows where it's like 23 episodes. Yeah, for they a had season. to really work And they had to season. stretch out a lot of material. But imagine if you're, you're told, all right, you don't have to think that hard. Just take your best stuff and give me 10 episodes. You know they how good a show like you know Prison Break what could they have would been. Do. What they would instead do is say, how many seasons was Prison Break? Like three or four or whatever? Four or five. Okay. They would be like, it's 19 seasons now. We're going to well, keep the same number of stuff. Enough. We're just going to chop it into smaller seasons and tell you it's better. All right, what's next? Oh, uh, all the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next. We'll also ask Triple H if he's heard of things. That's we'll Come back for that. Come, or come, come and, and go. go. Right, as you please. Man, I got so many places to I know, go, but I, know I won't do, do it. That's Common good. Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for in the north outer belt. 270 eastbound after US 23. An accident on the right side. Still working to get this one clear. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as cars continue to build. This traffic report is sponsored by RumkeyCareers.com. Get a career that is recession resistant. Rumkey is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family owned and operated company. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. Hey, check out the podcast. The podcast is sponsored by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Wherever you get your audio, Google, Spotify, Apple, we're there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Do it now. And if you can, leave us a nice review. We always read them erotically to each other, yes. naked in the tub. That's how it works. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O On Lane. Your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. Bone. Yes, man. Uh, Florida football recruiting. Apparently, they had a spot open up at the quarterback position. Oh, is that right? Uh, well, they. this is for a 2024 commit, so I'm going to go ahead and guess they had the spot open anyway. But DJ Lagway, four-star quarterback prospect in the 2024 class, has committed to the Gators. Uh, he is... <laughs> this says four-star prospect and also five-star prospect. So let's just call okay. him a five-star prospect. Four and a half. That's according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. Either way... Uh, this is a big get for Billy Napier's recruiting successes in his uh, class there. He picked the Gators to DJ Logway over offers from USC, Texas, A&M, Baylor, and Cal. 
Uh, so apparently that's a pretty good get for him. He hails from Willis High School in Texas, one of the top athletes in the class of 2024. So number six quarterback in the class, number 35 overall. That's a big get for Florida. Uh, also in the college football world, Notre Dame tight end Michael Meyer has decided that he is going to go to the NFL draft. He will skip the Gator Bowl. So there you go. That's top target for the Irish this year. We saw him. He was pretty good. Last we checked. They'll be playing South Carolina. He will not be a part of that. So now you know. Weird situation in New Mexico involving New Mexico, University of New Mexico, and New Mexico State. A forward for New Mexico State, Mike Peak, has been suspended indefinitely following a fatal shooting on the New Mexico campus. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. Mike Peak was shot and has had three surgeries to repair damage sustained in this fight that involved gunplay. Now, New Mexico State has suspended him after this fight, which occurred in November, where a University of New Mexico student died. The University of New Mexico student, along with, it appears, two other male students and a female student, lured, they say, Mike Peak to their campus when they were traveling for a game. I guess they were there for the rivalry game against New Mexico, was New Mexico State. Peak, the guy who was shot, took a gun on the team bus while traveling to Albuquerque for this Rio Grande rivalry game. In the early hours of November 19th, he snuck out of the hotel, went to the New Mexico campus, according to reports, and then that is where he met the woman who had said, come see me on campus. Then it appears these three other men jumped him. One of those was Brandon Travis, 19-year-old New Mexico student, who then got into a fight, and two different guns were fired in the fight, Peak, the basketball player for New Mexico State, was shot, but Travis was the New Mexico student who died during the altercation. So this left New Mexico State in a weird spot where they're saying, uh, our guy's been shot, so we feel bad for him, but but we have to suspend him because he went to another school's campus with a gun, and then gunplay happened, and a guy died. And brought a gun yeah, brought a gun on, on the team bus. On the team bus yes, and yes. all that. So yeah. a very bad situation. Just something to keep an eye on there with that. Uh, apparently both in-state rivalry games for men's basketball have been canceled this season in light of all of this. Uh, the women's basketball team still scheduled to play in Albuquerque on December 11th. Hopefully nothing as dire as that occurs, but I guess stay tuned. And speaking of women's basketball, how about this story? You should see what Indiana coach Terry Morin said about the Las Vegas women's basketball tournament that her team was a part of, they apparently went to this this Las Vegas tourney over the weekend. The Women's Las Vegas Invitational featured teams such as Louisville, Auburn, Indiana is a top 10 team, Louisville is a top 25 team. They are at this event, they get there, and it turns out they have put a full-size basketball court with the hoops, with the shot clock and the scoreboard and all that inside a Vegas hotel ballroom. There were no stands for spectators. I'm looking at pictures of this, Mike. I think high school basketball teams would say, get out of here. We're not playing in this. They had top 25 women's college basketball teams playing in this matchup. Now, it's a very nice ballroom. It's extremely... Didn't they know what the venue was, though, before they went? I don't know how you couldn't know what it is, but according to Terry Morin, who's the Indiana coach, she said... This represents a, quote, couple steps backwards for women's basketball. 
We have an obligation to grow our game. We completely missed on this opportunity. You have a lot of really good teams that are here representing their conferences. It would have been a great opportunity. This was a major miss, in my opinion, in terms of helping grow this game. So the site coordinator apologized for the setup, but not like, oh, whoops, we didn't mean to have this happen. This is just where we are. They booked it and planned for this to be the case, and the team showed up and said, yeah, but it's got to be a huge ballroom. And it turns out, no, it wasn't. There was nowhere for the fans to sit at this game. They were basically just standing around the court like they're at a like an open gym. That's crazy. Right? I remember back in 1995, a buddy of mine said, uh, hey, I'm going to go to WWF. You want to come? Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, I got tickets. Come. Great. It's in Gary, Indiana. I said, all right. All right. I guess I'll go to Gary. Yeah, how bad, how bad could that be? Well, bad. But anyway, I mean, I thought, I mean, this was not at the height of the popularity or anything, but still, it's WWF. It's WWE. It's, yeah, or at, WWF at that at time, time, WWF. Yeah. Right. yeah. So <laughs> we're driving to this place. It's at a high school in Gary, Indiana. Oh. At this time in oh, WWF's no. history, it was oh, so bad. No. They were running high schools. Oh, gosh. That's. So like, and you could Diesel of course go check out. the internet or anything to see where is this event. You just no, showed was, up to wherever yeah, the was like, address hey, I got was. Tickets, and he drove to the high school because I was, I think, fifteen. I couldn't even drive. Yeah, yeah. And then Diesel like came out of the boys' bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez, how embarrassing! Ah, uh, ah. <laughs> By the way, I'm reading more on this tournament. Apparently, uh, a player was injured for Auburn after hustling for a loose ball at this game which again was played at a ballroom Ballroom. at the Mirage in Las Vegas. They said it took medical personnel 40 minutes for paramedics to weave their way through the casino and hotels and everywhere to get to this obscure ballroom where they put this game. It's ridiculous. How stupid. If you've missed anything, you haven't from the first two hours of the show. We got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A bevy of backups out there. You're going to find some slowdowns on the west side of I-70 westbound between 670 and 270. Plan on some slowdowns. The north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. About a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions protect their homes from power outages with Generac Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac Generator dealer, has limited franchise opportunities in your area. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. So happy you've tuned in three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. It is Wild Card Wednesday. My favorite day of the week. Oh, we love it. I just saw this story, Mike, and before we get to more Wild Card Wednesdays. uh, Matt Stafford's wife, Kelly. Now, she seems like she's a saint for this. But I don't think she has to do any. I don't think she did anything wrong. She doesn't have to apologize for this. Okay. So she's on her Instagram. She posts a photo of herself and her three kids 
all wearing Rams gear. They're clearly at the Rams game because they're supporting, you know, dad and husband, Matt Stafford. Got it. On the picture, it's just, it says our, our little junior Rams cheerleaders. That's the, that's the post. Okay. Underneath of it, someone from the internet has replied to her and said he could have his pick of women. So just put a little makeup on. If you weren't married, you'd have it on. Oh. oh no! All right, that's that's just that's horrible on so many levels, right? Woman posted a picture of her family. Man says, "Hey, honey, put some makeup on. You're ugly. No, you're ugly, sir, and you should never be on the internet." But here's what Kelly Stafford did: she screenshotted it, posted it on her Instagram story, and said, "Oh, Paul, oh, Paul, a typical misogynistic pig. Happy holidays." Now. Very reasonable response. She showed the guy. She called him out for being a misogynist, which is exactly right. All right. And then that's the end of that. I have no problem with any of that. No, I mean, I have a problem with him. Yeah, of course. Right. Then a few hours later, she deleted that, I guess, and then posted a statement where she said, I resorted to name calling, which I truly do not like. So I apologize to this internet troll. But maybe you should think about if someone said it to your wife or daughters. I'm sure you'd be wildly upset. You don't. Ha- I hate that. We got to stop doing that. Think about it if it was your wife. How about just from a basic human standpoint? Think about if you did that to another person. That guy did that to another person. He didn't think about it. He doesn't. He shouldn't. I know what she's getting at. I don't blame her for wanting to live a better life than him. No, and call all names. That stuff. But you know what? You were not wrong. I'm saying I support Kelly Stafford ripping that dude publicly and shaming him. I'm, right. I'm seeing it still up. Oh, good. It's still up. All right, good. I'm glad she left it up, but then she she put up an apology. Don't, yeah, don't take it down. Leave it up there. Don't apologize. No. Screw that guy. Anyway, I just don't, I just... The guy who said that is probably running for Congress, too. (laughs) Depends on what state you live in. Right. You know what? Doesn't matter, but... You're right. Fair point. Uh, It's Wild Card Wednesday, man. That's not right. What are you doing I didn't know what I was doing. Here you go. (laughs) Uh, let's see. You misogynistic pig. Zachy B says, my gents, what are your top 10 cookies? Can be anything you consider a cookie. Like styles of cookie or brands well, of here's, cookie? Well, here's what he gives. He actually listed out his top 10. I don't know if I can get you all 10 right off the bat, Zach, but here's what he listed. Number 10, gingerbread. Number nine, for, oatmeal raisin. Gingerbread should not even be in anybody's top ten. Just you don't stupid. like ginger. You don't it's like n- ginger. I mean, this is stupid. There's so many different wonderful cookies. Gingerbread what, should just, not be in it. Hold on. All right, fine. I get. We're gonna do I this hate this list. T- is Pete Prisco making this list? Calm down. Ten gingerbread. Nine oatmeal raisin. Eight M and M cookie. Seven sugar. No frosting. Six double chocolate. Five Oreo. Four sugar with frosting. Three Snickerdoodle. Two peanut butter. And you already know number one. Chocolate chip. Yes. Okay. So so my notes on this. Uh gingerbread not high enough. I think that's a top five cookie. Gingerbread's a top five? You are full of it. I quit. I quit in protest. <laughs> I love doing that I to quit. You. That's no, ridiculous. I don't have gingerbread in my top five. I will Rather say this. Dirt. <laughs> I'll tell you this, peanut butter, not in my top five. I don't like a peanut you, butter. Then, then you know what? You haven't had a real good no, peanut I've butter had cookie. Them. I've had them. I'd rather just have peanut butter. It's too dry. 
I, no, can, again, you, you haven't had, had it. No, good I've one. had it. No, you haven't. I've had it. It should be moist. Yeah. It should coat your whole it's body. It's only moist to a point. It's not moister than actual peanut butter, which is moister than any cookie you could ever have. <sighs> so my, I would say I'd have chocolate chip up there. I'd have snickerdoodle up there. I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with him on an Oreo, but I'm going to go. Gotta be I'm going to go with the mega stuff or a double stuff, not single stuff. Okay. I don't, I don't think he. Fine. Oreo of your preference. Unless it's Oreo thin. All right. Then just go to jail if it's Oreo thin. Top five cookie for me. Sugar cookie with frosting, but it's not the kind where it's like buttercream icing. Screw that. I want the kind that turns into essentially like the stuff you put over asphalt to seal it once it dries on the cookie. I want the really hard icing you want on the hard sh- icing? soft cookie, but the icing that like cracks when you break no, it open. I don't open. want that. I want soft oh. cookie and soft icing. No, I want the soft cookie. Go, I'm telling you, and again, we're just name dropping everywhere. Kroger Bakery, when they do their sugar cookies right, oh my God, best sugar cookie you can buy. Better than like a Cheryl's cookie or? Love the Cheryl's cookie. Love a love a C. Kruger as well. I don't want to take any sides. I don't want to take any sides in that war. Take sides. It's the same. I'm just telling you. I appreciate all sides of the the Cheryl and Kruger cookie wars. I am just saying. I like them both. I like that Kroger cookie better. Top five. All right. What else? Well, you don't have any of your top five. Uh, This is all fine. It's all fine. How about a molasses? No. All right. Get out of my. I love molasses. That's six. Six for me. Uh, what are three? This is from ten ten ten. What are three things you'd like to fix with the radio business or sports radio? Um, I hate all of it, and so I would uh, <laughs> murder everyone who works in radio and replace them with smart people. And I hate all other forms of sports radio except the nonsense that we do here. Agreed. Um, can so I can I tell that. you one problem I have with radio? What that is? I mean, the again, people who work in it. Yeah, but. Uh, genuinely radio exists as it is where we have to like talk about theoretically local sports because we're on in columbus ohio no, it's it's evolved i know from that. but for for a lot of people they still think oh local 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 and all that's good right local voices are important local voices are good right but what i'm telling you is honestly like the way we orient sports radio now is about like where you are determines what you talk about. And that shouldn't be the case. That's right. You should talk about what's interesting. Yes. We're in the interesting business. Yes. And so and that's my big problem. You wouldn't know it by listening to this show, <laughs> but we try to be in the interesting business. All right. Rundown. Let's Common man and T-bones. The rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by mobile center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile network. Gingerbread. Jackets lose to the Penguins last night. They're back at it with the Sabras at Nationwide tonight. It is a national TNT game. For that reason, it starts at 7.30. Our live coverage starts at 7. Catch all the action right here on the fan. It'll be Corpy between the pipes because Elvis is whatever. Bad. Aaron Judge has agreed to a nine-year, $360 million deal to stay with the Yankees. I saw all the talking heads on TV today. Did the Yankees overpay for Aaron Judge? Yeah, probably. Guess what? They can. They're the Yankees. He also hit 62 home runs last year. What are you going to do? Let him walk out the door? Because then all these same talking heads would be, Can you believe the Yankees should pay anything? To keep Aaron Judge in pinstripes. You can't win. I can't believe you and I are sitting here defending the New York Yankees. 
No, I'm. Well, I definitely wouldn't but prefer to do that. They did what they had to do. They paid this man his money. Yeah, they, he won. He spli- He looked Ked- Teddy KGB right in the eyes and bluffed him Ooh. into Teddy KGB. Who's Ted- that's who you just referenced from Rounders? Oh, paid that man his I money. I thought you were talking about Cashman because Cashman looks a little bit like Putin. No, no, he. Doesn't you made Cashman, a reference and you didn't even get the reference. Doesn't Cashman look a little bit like Putin? Triple H, do you know who Putin is and or Rounders? Do you know either of these references? I know who Putin is and I disavow him. Um, Good. There we go. I don't know what Rounders is. Okay, right, hold on. I'm pulling up some Brian Cashman. <laughs> what? I mean, pulling it looks up, like... It kind of looks like... Of him? Check it out. It looks like Putin and Matt Lauer. <laughs> what a combo. Doesn't it? He's going to lock you in a room and then invade your country. Looks that's like not Putin good. and Matt Lauer's Yeesh. love child. That's bad. Yankees president Brian Cashman. Like, you got, he wants to disavow this whole conversation. Press no. button. All I know I is... screw girl in dressing room. <laughs> Aaron Judge looked at the Yankees and said, all right, you want to give me your best offer? That wasn't good enough. I'm going to bet on myself. And then he went on and had a damn near record-breaking, well, record-tying season, no, right? 62. Record, he yeah, broke, he broke the American yeah. League record. American League record, right. So he went out and had that season, and now you have to pay him. He did exactly. Yes, he looked you right in the eyes and said, I will beat you, and he was right. Yes. And so now they are paying up and saying, you win. You win fair and square. Take your money and stay here for nine years. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Teddy KGB, who said, get out of here, which is what he said to Matt Damon's character, which is what you'd know if you knew the reference. I just forgot. I forgot his name. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, Big Ten coach gets a new job. Purdue's Jeff Brom is leaving the Purdue football program to take the Louisville job. He's a Louisville guy. He's been linked to that program for a while. The last time the job was open, he passed. Well, now he's not passing. He is leaving West Lafayette and the triple X family restaurant to go to Louisville. That is a real place, by the way. I'm sorry. I thought, that was, a reference. I thought that was a reference to earlier. We were talking about gas stations. No, in the Midwestern there is chain a restaurant in West Lafayette called the triple X family restaurant love you that. would think it's dirty and there's naked people there no it's just like a regular restaurant and they just call themselves the triple x i actually would think it's a restaurant dedicated to the memory of vin diesel who is still alive but we all wish he was dead so we could honor him at this restaurant what's the matter with you so we can honor him just because he's so good in all these movies i want to honor him and his memory even though he's alive we i'm having a little stroke <laughs> be better be better over there you ever have one of those moments where yeah. it feels like you're gonna yeah when your co-host makes you laugh abyss. when your co-host makes you laugh so hard you almost pass out i've never well, i had guess that. i'm just not familiar with that i know because you never I, make me I, laugh common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown sponsored by mobile center part of the 5g t-mobile network by the way i'm being told you can buy come and go boxers at the come and go gas station <laughs> in iowa this is from Mike, who lives in Iowa, and says they are fantastic. I don't know if he means the come and goes or the boxers or both. Let them live. Yep. Uh, we had a wild fight last night. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find a crash still blocking the ramp from eastbound I-70 to 270 northbound. This involves an overturned semi on the ramp. Police and heavy wreckers are now on scene trying to get this cleaned up, but please avoid if possible. The ramp will remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Celebrate this holiday with real delicious goodness and real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef bone and standing rib roast, just $7.99 a pound. Now through December 13th, get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. First, T-Bone's going to tell you about water. That's right, Mike. Maybe you've had problem water in your house. Maybe you didn't even realize it at first, but then suddenly you saw the signs of problem water. Maybe you have plumbing fixture damage. That crusty stuff gets all over in the in the showers and sinks, things like that. Maybe you're experiencing dry skin, brittle hair. These can be signs that you have got heavy chlorine from city water, and that's causing problems with the water in your home. My friends at Connecticut can help you with that. You can start off 2023 with fantastic water for you and your family. The way you get that fixed is you go to ConnecticutColumbus.com, set up an appointment with them. They will send one of their experts to come and do a complete water analysis of your home, identify the issue, and then find the right treatment system for you. I have the whole home treatment system in my house, K5 drinking water station. We love the water in our house thanks to Connecticut. You can have the same thing starting in 2023. Just go to ConnecticutColumbus.com right now to get started. Right now. Yeah, don't wait. You know that hotel in the uh, in the Shining that had the dead dead woman in the bathtub? Yeah. That was just a problem water. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was uh that the place was haunted? Haunting, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if it was spirits or haunting Bad or all the above. Problem water. Mm. You get a filter in that place, it's open for business. Might might have saved the whole thing. Instead, saved everything. Instead, it all blows up. Yeah. Including Jack. I love, too, that even there at a place like that, they're like, nobody wants to work. It's like, well, nobody wants to work here because it's haunted. And it's like, well, well, can't find good help. And it's like, no, because it's haunted. That's your problem. You have a you have an issue. Get the water fixed. Get the, the dead scary people out of here and then maybe people want to come work here it's wild card wednesday uh let's see i've got plenty of wild you want cards. to pay off on the tees first? Yeah, let's do that first and then right. i'll get to the wild we cards. had a wild fight we had women clawing at each other yeah so this was uh in a women's basketball game it was george washington taking on tcu and george washington's essence brown was trying to like grab a rebound and fight to get to the ball first and she ended up getting a good chunk of Bella Craven's hair I just like TCU I like the way that you started this with George Washington's Essence Brown (laughs) George Washington player whose name is Essence Brown I see how that's confusing anyway Essence Brown Bella Craven's for TCU they get tangled up but there's a lot of hair involved here long hair hair. a lot of long hair and so Bella Craven's got her hair kind of pulled first and so then she reaches out and pulls on Essence Brown's hair. No, that's not what's going on. They both then stood up and looked at each other like, do you want to fight? And the answer on both faces was absolutely 100%. I want to fight you. 
And so they did. They fought. And it was a benches clearing brawl. It was quite the scene there. Uh, There were eight players ejected following this incident, which also included uh, TCU's Lucy Iba and Roxanne McColo, as well as Nia Robertson, Nia Locke, Jayla Thornton, and Kaya Loving of George Washington. So ended up the TCU Horned Frogs. Horned Frogs pulled away with the 70 to 58 victory over George Washington. But anyway, uh, Regan Pebley, the coach for TCU after the incident, said they never want to be a part of anything like that again. Doesn't matter who started it. We don't want to be a part of anything like that. Oh, yes. Anyway, this was uh, was a bad deal. Not what you want for TCU or George Washington. But it was quite entertaining. It was quite the fight out there. Chubby time! I just noticed you were playing music behind this whole thing. I wasn't even paying attention. You okay? You were too busy wishing death on Vin Diesel. What do you mean? I just mentioned that we <laughs> want him to be dead so we can memorialize I him. I see. Because we appreciate I how see. good he is at everything. Yes. Right. Why don't we get back to some wild card Wednesdays, Mike? That's what I say. Oh, yeah. Let's, I like how that's getting it back on track. Yeah, we got we to stay on course. Let's here. do more nonsense to get this train back on the track. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of people just asking us about restaurants now. I don't know how we started this. Steve Steve says, my fellow fat asses, in all your food talk, I've never heard you mention Cracker Barrel. Do you not enjoy this chubby guy heaven? I'm not a real big Cracker Barrel guy. Uh, I'm not a real big breakfast out guy. So perhaps that limits my that enjoyment. Could that could be. I don't I don't have a problem with Cracker Barrel. I mean, I, I don't need to walk through a gift shop to get to the food. Like to me, the restaurant is the joy of going to eat. That I always get annoyed by the gift shop there, just yeah, but because like Zier Dutchman does that. Yeah, but I don't walk. I'm saying I don't like walking through there either. All I right. like to just get right to the food. That's why I came here. I didn't come here to go shopping. If I did that, I'd have gone to a shop. Instead, I went to go eat food. Okay, uh, Aiden, this is another you know restaurant thing. Says my guys, and then says I'm a DoorDash delivery driver. In honor of me working today, Chipotle is the most common restaurant I deliver from. What is the most you've ever eaten in one sitting from Chipotle? I, I sadly, I don't necessarily have a huge answer on that. I've had no. like a double burrito. Yeah, like, I've had like double meat burrito, and then I've had a side of chips and guac. Yeah, and that's it. I haven't had two burritos. I probably could. I which I just cost thirty one dollars. No, I I have not done that. But yeah, that's about the most. Sadly, I don't, like I'm saying, it's not the best answer I ever had. Code Monkey says, who wins in a battle royale of everyone at 97.1 The Fan? Is it a headliner for WWE or would it be the pre-show event? Well, I think, number one, if we're all going to fight. Like real fight? Well, I think it's a it's a battle royale. So you'd have to have it be in the wrestling well, world. Bobby probably wins. That would make the most he's sense. he's on steroids. And yeah, he's guy. actually like, he's, he's in shape and Although would he, have made a good wrestler back I'll in the day to though, begin with. When you were at your heaviest, almost 400 pounds. Oh, he would have been, it would have struggled to lift me up. Yeah. You got a low center of gravity. Mm-hmm. And even though Bob's a strong guy, he's, you got to clear that top rope. I'd be, well, and I'd be chopping at his legs. Right. I don't know if he can get you over. My money would be on you, but now you've lost so much weight. Yeah. I could get under him there. You're right. I've lost too much weight to be effective, though. I'll tell you what. I mean, Matt Andrews would hide under the ring. Until would, until the last person's he eliminated, would, he would come out and do something, and he'd get and he'd get in there. He'd be in the top three. I'm gonna throw you over the top rope. <laughs> he would do it though. I know everybody. I think I think Maddie's got. I think he's got a lot of sneaky good potential there. 
Well, he grew up on a pig farm. You know what he would, knows how to get in the mud. That's right. Wrestle with the swine. Now, Matt Hayes, Matty Ice, he watches a ton of wrestling, so he would have the probably the most. He's got a foreign object in his tights. Yeah. He, he, I'm saying Matt Hayes would have all the moves. If anyone would have like the Dean Malenko a thousand holds, it'd be him because he knows them all. He watches this stuff more than anybody else. I think that Timmy Hall would be the very first person eliminated. Yes. Because he would come out. Because everybody would be gunning for him. Every, well, everyone would be gunning for him. And then he would come out way too hot and just run into the ring. He would, who was the guy that used to have the sock for a hand? That was the like the guy who his gimmick was that he was like from Italy and they brought him out of the crowd. Oh, Santino uh, yeah, Marucci yeah. or something. I don't remember what is that. Anyway, that guy like he always came out in those things and instantly got thrown over the ropes. That would be Tim just coming in too hot and they'd instantly dispatch of him. Even though otherwise, I think he could be a good wrestler. Too hot. Triple H. Who are we not giving enough credit to in this battle royal? I don't think you're giving enough credit to Paul. Oh, that's right, Paul. Yeah, Paul Keels, Keels would would be in Paul's there. Just a big dude. He'd drop a boot on you left and right. He'd be yeah. like Hulk Hogan. In or well, minus minus all the you know off the rink stuff from Hulk Hogan. I just mean Paul's like the big guy who's got a legendary status and would just be dropping people left and right. Beamer's big, but I don't think he's. I don't know. I don't. I don't get a tough vibe from Beam. Oh, Beamer can get tough. I you think, think Beamer so? could get tough. Yeah, I mean he played football. Like I'm saying. Chops, Beamer. Oh, Chops is big These too. guys are big dudes That's who right. know how... They would team up. That'd be a little Centerville connection right there is what they'd call that. But you could just say to Chops, how many times can you say Buffalo in a sentence grammatically <laughs> correct? And he would just be... Oh, oh, oh. And you just throw him right over the top row. I want to be crystal clear. Aye. The Chops and Beamer partnership would be destined for one of both of them to get eliminated when they're not looking or they hey, start infighting chops. and something would happen. She's just got way too much energy. Even Blue, the other dog. Oh, we got to run. I just remembered Reeser's got a great mustache and probably could pull off the tights. Reeser looks like he's doing hurricane runners off the top. Yeah, that's rope. what I'm saying. He he's, looks like he's lucha libre. He's he's our Rey Mysterio of this one. He's doing a little six one nine coming back at you. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Maybe he can drop some names of some players on a good hockey team. I don't know. <laughs> we'll discuss with Rimmer next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on 670 Westbound at Neal Avenue. Traffic is stop and go for my 71 as they try to get things cleaned up. Please use extra caution over here. In the meantime, about a 15-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on six ounces of blueberries, just $1.25. Now through December 13th, get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday this year time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Remmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. 
Good evening, gentlemen. And my number one choice for cookie, iced gingerbread cookies. Beautiful. No, you're, you're lying. Beautiful. Molasses probably no, right I'm up there not. in the top three. Right, Rims? Molasses listen, is pretty good, too. Listen, this is the festive time of the year, and I look forward to it for more than one reason. One reason is I can get those iced gingerbread cookies. I bought three bags of Giant Eagle the other day, and I finished one and a half of them. Beautiful. All right, look, I understand. Like, you're 100 years old. So that back in the day, you, you had the gingerbread cookie that's all you had. But now that we have new inventions in cookie technology, you're still telling me ice gingerbread number one? It is, without a doubt. But I have to say, and, and listening to you guys earlier on in the day, uh, the crumble cookie. Have you had one of their oh, chocolate cookies? Yeah. Yes, we've had They are incredible. Cookies. Oh, it's sensational. And if I had to, if you put me up against the wall, maybe I'd go for that crumble chocolate chip cookie ahead of it. And I'm a big Oreo guy as well. So what can I tell you? What kind of Oreo do you like? Do you like the standard stuff? Do you like a double, mega, or one of the flavored, like a mint Oreo? No, By the way, this I'm is more entertaining than talking about this hockey That's team fine. right now. We'll so we're going to talk this for a second. <laughs> no, I want to talk about the hockey team because I've been listening to you guys agonize all day long. and. I will just say this. Let's understand. This team is missing not only a number of players, seven or eight as we sit here today, but they're not just regular players. They are the leaders of this team. Zach Wierenski, one of the best young defensemen in the National Hockey League who has already paid his dues. He quarterbacks the power play. And yes, last night in Pittsburgh, the power play went 0 for 5. But just think in terms of with the skill of a good row, with the skill of a Kent Johnson who's coming on, if you had Zach Wierenski running that power play, I guarantee you it would be a lot more successful. Well, I like it to be Rims because we know for years it hasn't been here. It'd be nice if that was the case. But obviously Wierenski's hurt. You you brought up though Kent Johnson. He has been one of the bright spots for the young players. There's a couple of the young players I wanted to get to as well. But start there. Kent Johnson kind of showing just how quickly he's adjusting to the NHL game. And that's the whole story. We were in Winnipeg last week, and uh, here I go dropping names, but Craig Button, the former general manager of the Dallas Stars, he's now the uh, draft guru, if you will, for TSN in Canada. And he pulled me aside before the game, and he said, Jeff, I know you guys are having your problems, and yeah, the team has uh, really underachieved, but I can tell you from all the work that I've done on the draft, this team in two years is going to be challenging not only for perhaps a conference championship, but they've got so many great young players. He started talking about Juracek, who is doing an outstanding job up in Cleveland. They don't want to bring him up here. They don't want to rush him. He's disappointed. They just brought up Marchenko, who was, uh, what, second or third in scoring in the American Hockey League. There are a good number of young players. The Jackets said they've got to get by the situation. They've got a goaltender that some people are telling me, and this isn't Blue Jacket people, is the best young goaltender outside the National Hockey League. So let's just give this team a little bit of, of an opportunity here to grow with the young players. That's all I ask. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer, brought to you by Rimmer's Buddies, Buyers Imports by the airport. Would you like to talk about your buddies' rims? I always like to talk about my buddies, and actually I was on the phone earlier today uh, with the general manager, Kevin King. And by the way, I'm going to uh, enjoy tonight's hockey game since I'm not televising it, and it really agonizes me that we don't do every game. Nonetheless, 
TNT is in for a national broadcast. So I'm going to sit in the stands today. And uh, I'd encourage anybody that sees me, come over, say hello. And, hey, we can maybe even sell your car. No, just kidding. Just kidding here. But uh, talking to Kevin earlier on today, uh, there's great inventories now of new vehicles, Subaru, Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, and your favorite, the electric Polestar. So uh, why not go to Buyers Imports, buy the airport, take a look at the new inventories. And I might add, there's also a good number of uh, late model cars uh, at the collection that are certainly available as well so it's buyers imports by the airport you have no idea what you just said is late model what did i say collections i don't you don't know what you're saying do you have any more names to drop or is it just wait a second all right don't don't interrupt that i said at the collection at the collection all right all right i have do you have any more names to drop or is it just dick button no no i've always got things to drop and again being a loyal listener of Common Man and T-Bone, you brought up a number of names for me earlier on today, talking a little hockey and getting away from the Blue Jackets and obviously a tough loss in Pittsburgh. You started talking about Don Granato and the Buffalo Sabres being in town. I'm very close to the Granato family. Uh, You certainly have uh, the situation here with uh, Don Granato coming in and, of course, uh, a former member of of the Columbus Chill. But uh, Tony Granato, when he was a player and, of course, uh, uh, as an assistant coach in Colorado, uh, just a a terrific person. He's now the head coach at at Wisconsin. And, of course, his sister, uh, Tammy, Tammy Granato, uh, she is a Hall of Famer since 2010. She is the first female, first woman, that uh, has had a meaningful position with a hockey organization in the NHL. She's the assistant general manager. She was hired by uh, Jim Rutherford, former uh, uh, Stanley Cup GM, both in Pittsburgh and Carolina, and he's thinking outside the box. He brought Cammy in, and she's just done a marvelous job. She looks after the scouting department, and here's a team, not unlike the Blue Jackets, that are building for the future, and uh, Cammy's got a great job with that organization. But the Granado family, they truly are uh, hockey's family, if you will. Well, Rims, that's why I always like to bring that up, because when people who maybe just started following hockey because they got into the blue jackets, that kind of thing. And sometimes the knock is, well, Columbus isn't really a hockey town. And I always have hated that. I know you hate that, but that ignores the history of things like the chill where the chill did build a really good base for hockey in this city. And there were other things prior to that as well, but the Granado family being a part of that organization for a time, that's what I remember of it. That and all the crazy promotions the Chill used to do where they would dress up like cows and there were, it was minor league hockey. It was fun. But I do remember the Granados from all of those days and that's something that seeing their name still pop up is really cool. And here's an aside. Cammy is married to Ray Ferraro, former NHLer. Ray, if you're a guy that watches uh, games beyond Bally Sports and Blue Jackets hockey. You see him on ESPN and formerly uh, with TSN. He's a former player and he's the number one analyst right now on ESPN. Does a great job and he's married to Cammy. So yet another uh, first family of hockey. Uh, not only is it the Granados, but uh, as well Ray Ferraro. How about that? Hey Mike, by the way, yeah, uh, we've we've got an extra ticket or two. How would you like to join? Kevin and I, and T-Bone, by all means as well, why don't you guys want to join us? You're going to get off the air here in 20 minutes and come down, and we'll try to teach you the finer points of the game and show you that the Blue Jackets do have 
a great future. I'm, I'm busy, Rims. I, I have plans. Don't ask me 20 minutes before <laughs> I'm supposed to go home if I want to come hang out with you. All right. Do you have any more yes, names? Like about the time you almost had sex with Kirstie Alley or what else? What, <laughs> what else are we doing? Jeez. I never got no, any answer I on your I never got any answer on your Oreo situation. What is your favorite Oreo? Yeah, what's the kind of Oreo rims? Uh just the regular. Just the regular. Just you don't do Oreo Oreos. thins, do yeah, you? I, well, I do I do the thins when I'm watching my uh, waistband. I want know, my Oreos for... Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Pittsburgh, we were there and uh, had dinner at one of the fine steak establishments in downtown uh, Pittsburgh with uh, my colleague and analyst, great buddy, Jody Shelley, and we had outstanding, and I mean outstanding steaks. Can I name where we were? Go ahead. I don't yeah, care. Go ahead. Okay, we were at Morton's just across the street from the hotel that we were staying at. I had mine Pittsburgh, and I had a uh, outstanding, and I mean outstanding ribeye, uh, which was charred, probably, as Jody said, our best steaks ever. Really, seriously. They used to have a Morton's by the arena. It closed many years ago. Right, and and players aren't too happy about that because that was a regular uh, spot for them to uh, visit. Uh, what, just about a block and a half away from probably the hotels that uh, players were staying in back in those days, as well as just a block and a half from Nationwide Arena. Yeah, this how do they, how do they feel about the addition of pole stars back into Columbus? Do they feel good about that, the, the players? They like well, that? No, no. Hold on a second here. Pole stars are new. Uh, okay? That's, why, right, that's what I mean. Car. Sorry. The it's new pole stars. Right. The new pole stars. It's an right. electric car. I got you. All right? And I'd suggest you head out to Buyers Imports by the airport and take one for a test drive. Got it. Ooh. Thank you, Rims. Hey, sure I can't talk you into coming to the game and sitting with Kevin and I, huh? No. Bye, Rims. Okay. Thought, thought I'd <laughs> Bye-bye. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. The two right lanes are blocked on the ramp from Easton Way to 270 southbound. Please be careful in this area. Traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. About a 20-minute slowdown as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Seems like lately we spend more and get less. Well, Donato says it's time to spend less and get more. Now get $3 off when you spend $20 or more. Order at Donato's.com or with the new app using promo code 3. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Man bone. I, I've come to enjoy the Rimmer segments. I I'm fe- glad somebody does. I feel like you have... You've made a conscious effort to lay it on pretty thick to old Rimmer. What makes you say that? I just feel like in the last six months, they've gotten even better. Where you've tried to make him even more uncomfortable after the name dropping. My goal is to get him to say, I'm done. Don't call me again. (laughs) 
But well, it's not happening. He still comes on. That's never going to happen. I heard He's you never just, going to do that. I heard you just mention the electric car again in the last the segment. The Polestar. Yeah, that was like a month ago where he first started speaking about that, and you just kept throwing out the different names of the Polestars. He visited well, he, out in the when he first said strip clubs or whatever. When he first said the electric <laughs> Polestar, I thought that's somebody's nickname, the electric Polestar. I don't know whose it is, but it's a good nickname. Say hello to Lenexa. Lenexa? Lenexa. That sounds Is like that a, a name. Pre- that sounds like a prescription. It's Honestly. actually the, the the joke there. That's actually the town that Sarah's from in Kansas City. I always thought it sounded like a great stripper name. Lenexa, Kansas. That's a town name. Okay. That's a town name. Yeah. Wow. Very specific. I didn't know Lenexa was a town name either. It is. It is. Sounds like something you take for heartburn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. It does. Oh, sure, honey, yeah. I forgot my Lenexa. I can't order that. <laughs> right. Like, you just don't let, me, don't let me order 60 that. 60 second spot during an NFL Sunday. Nine out of 10 doctors say Lenexa could cause massive diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Lenexa, I can go rollerblading again. You're like, you're 60. Why are you on rollerblades? Don't do that. Lenexa's got me up and moving again yep. and enjoying my time with mm-hmm. the grandkids. That's right. Why don't they combo some of these drugs together? What do you mean? You know where it's I like... I mean, people have done that to very poor effects. No, no, no. no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying the lay person Oh, you're saying like an expert. Together. An expert. But you know, like they got the KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell combos. I see. Like sometimes. The what do you... Well, yeah. you know, you got a Lenexa and you spike it with a little bit of Viagra. So it's like, man, I don't have any heartburn and I have a Woody. I see. Take care of... You're saying... Uh, Take care of two problems. Multiple birds, one stone. Yes, Kidney stones. Also, See, take a pill for that. Just put it right in there because you're probably in the wheelhouse if you're dealing with heartburn. Yeah, you're probably in the same age. If you need Lenexa. Yeah. We don't even know if that's what it's called. Probably in the same age bracket where you need a little help with the, well, the down under. It, hmm. This actually might be a good thing to take after you visit the KFC A&W. <laughs> KFC A and W. I've have never a, seen one of those. They yeah. have a massive, have, you know, and on. it cures your heart heartburn. It's they, great. They probably have that because I know they had a Long John Silver's in A and W. That oh, was a thing for a while, and right. that was nice because you could go get the Long John Silver's fish, oh, man. and then you could get a root beer. Where's our closest Long Johns these days? They used to have one on South High, but that That's closed. Gone. That that is, years ago. I know there's it's gone. Well, first of all, if you lived, if you. <laughs> First of all, if you lived in Marysville, we still have a Long John Silvers. Thank you very much. You do? We're, oh yeah, we're rocking an L. We're what? rocking an LJKFC right there. Really? Yeah, we well, got the combo. But where is a Captain D's? Oh, there's rich a, man's no, Long John. I've, I've been to the Captain D's many times oh, here. Give me the shrimp from Captain D's. Delicious. Please. Captain D's delicious. Please. Where is the Captain D's? Where the hell is it? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's I used to be one over by Eastland Mall, but I don't know if that's still there. That's the last time I ever Eastland went to Eastland Mall, which is, Boy. I don't think, a thing anymore, but it, that's where the Captain the D's one was. I, I the one to. I've been to, 1959 Innis Road. Okay. Captain D's. All right. Where is the... Is that a part of town? Like, that's like that North is. Columbus, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere like near gehanna Oh, oh, here's what I... Oh! 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 I just Google mapped this. Okay. Calm down. Right next door Calm to the Captain down. D's on Innis Road mm-hmm. is a Popeyes. Whoa! Oh, what are and we then, doing? And then right Chicken next and fish. And then right next to the Popeyes, at least according to Google Maps, is a is, duck donut. Is a combination A and W Long John Silver's. Oh, yes. Let's compare. Wait. Let's wait. compare all of it. Boy, who in started a, which a, one first? In a two-block radius, there's a D's. <laughs> 
and a an Long LJ. Johns? And an LJ. Seriously? That's great. He's staring you. at this map right I'm now. Go, we got to go there. It out. Well, you know, back in the day about uh, about Chicken Corner, right? Yeah, was, was it was it churches? Fifth, Fifth Avenue in Cleveland, it I want to say. KFC, it was KFC, KFC and churches. Yeah, KFC, Popeyes, nice. and churches, all like three of them in one spot. And then that's all gone now, I think. Or at least two of those are gone. What's the, what's the difference with the church's chicken compared to the Popeyes? Like what sets them apart? Like what's the big you know, deal? I think it's just been so many years. Since it's a I've different fried chicken place. So I think it's just like I if mean, you like it, their sides better. Yeah. I don't know that I ever developed a taste for it to say it was better than Popeyes. I right. like Popeyes. We got We got to go. What's coming oh, up on the Buckeye show? Sorry. Sorry. Me and Devere will have a fun power hour, and uh, it's uh, Dave. Wow, did you just burp <laughs> on the air. I'm sorry. Sorry. What in the world is I'm happening sorry. over here? Just, I'm sorry. I'm going to Captain D's. How you doing? His lips Got actually it. shook Look when at he you. belched. Uh, no, Dave Holmes from 10TV will be with us in the middle of the hour because we had a stunning realization about his bowl trip coming up to the Peach Bowl that you'll like. And we have a couple of pairs of tickets to tomorrow's Buckeyes Rutgers Scarlet Knights game to give away. Stay tuned. Look at you. Look at you. Buckeye Show, top of the hour. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1 800 Cooling. Bone. Well, man, uh, the King of England, King Charles III, was in Luton, about 30 miles north of London, talking to a variety of people, meeting the public, shaking hands when someone threw an egg at him. No one knows why, but uh, Bedfordshire police said a man in his 20s was being questioned over the alleged common assault. Has the guy been beheaded yet? No, they didn't behead him. They were questioning him. Uh, But the king was moved to another location where he resumed shaking hands with members of the public. And again, I know it's not great. Don't throw eggs at royalty. That's probably not nice. Don't throw eggs at people. Well, yeah, just don't throw eggs. Just don't don't throw throw eggs eggs at people. But of all the things you could throw at him, right? Eggs are probably like the least. It's just it's just kind of mildly annoying. So hopefully he's okay. You got to set a standard with that. You can't Be- let that fall. Beheading? Okay. You go back to the olden days here. Mm. I put this on Twitter today. I would behead people that don't move into the intersection on a left turn. Oh, I would behead yeah, those people. Well, you said jail first and then well, second I said jail offense. for 10 years. Second offense, public execution. Right. Public. There you go. Well, yeah. We got to set an example, Bone. Right. I mean, uh, Timmy, whatever the hell your name I'm is. I'm not him. All right, Buckeye Show's next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. 270 southbound before I-70 on the east side. An accident blocking the two right lanes. This injury crash is in the local and the ramp lanes to I-70. Please be very careful and avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. To Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means you'll get your oil change faster than it takes to get through I-70 during a rainstorm at rush hour. So go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take 5, the stay in your car, 10-minute oil change. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.